So what do you think? Can they hear us today? 560 WQAM presents The Neil Rogers Show. To talk to Neil, dial 5670560 in Dade and Broward. In other counties, call toll-free 877-785-NEIL or pound 560 on your AT&T and Verizon wireless phones. The opinions expressed by Neil, his guests, or his callers do not represent no, those no, of no, WQAM no, management, no, staff, no, or sponsors. No. Now, The Neil Rogers Show on 560 WQAM. Hank is God. I love Hank. I'm having a gay affair with Hank. All right. <laughs> Come on, everybody. Yo, look here, man. We gonna play a game. Say what? We be flipping scripts around. Flipping around. And he finally be the name. Yo, what you talking about? You take a funky dope word. Like homeboy. And bust some skills to make it rhyme. You gotta bust some skills. Check out what I've been kicking. What you talking about? You have it down in no time. Show up. Skeezer. Skeezer, skeezer, for visa, for banana, banana, for visa, skeezer, for visa. Caesar. Let me do homie. Homie, Yo, this be Anthony. Anthony, Anthony, Who that ho? WQM, but we got some compelling stuff today, let me tell you. Including that one email that I read to you. Now, that, that's got to be the most bizarre thing I've ever gotten in my life. In my life. I agree. We'll get to it in a second, but here's another one that just came in from Tim in Miami. Now, I don't want to start because yesterday we had some serious technical defugalies, and God only knows what's going to happen today. Let me, let me just punch up a line. Oh, wait a minute. QAM, hello. Hello? Hello. Yes, sir. Am I on the air? Yes, sounds like you. Okay, he was on the air for like a second. I guess maybe he was a line checker. Sounded okay, though. Yeah. Sounded better than a lot of the crap we had yesterday. Well, we had some technical problems with the phone. The signal was not so great yesterday. I'm wondering, now you said it's improved today. It sounded okay this morning. Coming in. Yeah. Tim in Miami says, I apologize in advance if you covered this. I didn't have the opportunity to listen to any radio programming yesterday. Is it just my radios? But what's up with the signal fading in and out? It's like a washing machine on the gentle setting. Well, thank God it's not on, on a high cook, you know. It makes listening difficult. If it's my radios, I'll gladly buy another. Don't waste the money, Tim. It's not your radio. I even had to go so far as tuning to WIOD for noise masking while I try to sleep Sunday night. Imagine my horror finding Jimmy Syphilis starts his show at 5 a.m. Oh, my God. Can you God. imagine his horror finding out that Jimmy Syphilis no. starts at 5 a.m.? I can't even begin to imagine it, Tim. No, it's not your radio. Don't go out and buy a new one. We got issues, okay? Our signal is deteriorating rapidly like everything else in this place. Deteriorating rapidly. Now. 
Imagine my amazement when I come in this room last night to check uh, some stuff. Mm -hmm. And I look on the emails, and here is one. Perhaps the most bizarre, the most... I don't know what word to this, use to describe it. 8.21 p.m. from a guy named John Manelli. Subject, your ratings. Now, I had never heard of John Manelli. No, me neither. I mean, excuse me for my naivete. I mean, I'm supposed to be a big radio maven and know all these important consultants. Walter Sabo, we know. Ass clown. But John Manelli makes Walter Sabo seem like a radio genius by comparison. I'm going to read this slowly and deliberately. And keep in mind, this is not somebody I know, somebody I ever heard of, somebody I've had any contact with in my life. Neil, you're too old, rich, and arrogant to care, but this might matter to the young guys on your show who will be unemployed soon. The young guys. There's only one guy on this show, and that's Flea, and uh, his employment has got nothing to do with um, the show. He's doing the show gratis. The simple reason that you now have a 0.4 share is that no one wants to hear a jaded cynic read countless news articles rapidly and without even inflection or interpretation to fill time between 20 to 24 minutes of commercials per hour. You can't even be bothered to take phone calls anymore. Well, we just took one. Mm -hmm. And we don't have 20 to 24 minutes of spots. We have This is the only show on a radio station that's got in the contract limited to 16 minutes of spots per hour. Four four-minute breaks. But John's an expert on this show. I, I don't even know this guy. I have no idea who he is, other than I, I Googled him, and he's a, a consultant. Here comes the great part. You got high ratings with the former honor system diary method because your handful of listeners claim they listen to every hour of your show all week. My handful. They must have been the most powerful handful because when we had the diaries, they changed every week. Every rating book was 12 weeks, and each week they would change the sample. Different people had the diaries for only one week. Right. So amazing that my handful of listeners were able to control for 30-plus years. Shocking. The new method, of course, records only actual listening, John says. You, Steve Dahl, Opie and Anthony, Tom Likas, and other once great talents who were content to cruise on fumes for the last several years got what you deserved with the new system. Enjoy your money in solitude, but remember that these days the nouveau riche are a dime a dozen. John Manelli, New York City. P.S. Leave it to a Beasley to think that your ratings crash lies with an undersampling of men 25 to 35. So what was the excuse last time when you had even less, a 0.2? Now, last time we had a 1.3, which is still an embarrassing number, but, you know, we went from a 0.2 to a 0.4 to 1.3 in this new system with this great panel. Now, keep in mind, this, this is from somebody I don't know, I have nothing to do with, but he's a consultant, okay? Does the name Joe Bell ring a bell with you? Come to mind when you hear about radio consultants. We have consultants and we got ding dong school and we're going to do this. We're gonna... and, and never anything specific, never anything constructive. I sent Joe Bell an email last night in reference to this and saying that, you know, all, all it's been is negative. Just one negative after another. There's nothing constructive. There's, there's oh, oh, well, we know how to deal. We have people who know how to deal with a new system, blah, 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 the rating system. Yeah, well, what, what's the secret? It's like, you know, who's behind door number one? Like deal or no deal, you know what I'm saying? Don't you find this to be just bizarre, inexplicable, this email? It is strange. I mean, I could understand if it came from some anonymous goofball listener out there. That would be, you know, typical. But coming from a guy, and I Googled him, broadcast media consultant and contractor, greater New York City area. 
and his past experience. Talk radio, TV consultant, program director in New York, WFNY-FM. In-house talent scout, WNEWFM New York, media reporter, New York Post, program director, WOR New York, WABC, in their talk uh, format. Never on the air, by the way. Another consultant who's never been on the air. Hmm. News writer, editor in L.A., San Francisco, Boise, Idaho. Anchor producer, WFLA-TV, Tampa, St. Pete. But never on the air. But a consultant, he can't do it, but he can tell everybody else how to do it. I'm too old, rich, and arrogant to care. But all you young guys on the show, you better watch it. You're all going to be unemployed soon. <laughs> Our big staff. Reading these countless news articles rapidly and without even inflection or interpretation. I guess John must be glued uh, online listening. I guess. Often. Although he better start recounting the commercial load. And if he was listening yesterday, he would have discovered we took quite a few calls, even in spite of the fact that the phone is all screwed up. Yeah. WQAM, hello. Look out now. You sound oh, good, God, good, no. No. Not blind, Mike. Please. Cracker, please. <laughs> Look out now. QAM, hello. Hello? Hello? Yeah, you're back at the beach. Hold on, listen. Well, we better start recounting the commercial load. And if he was listening yesterday, what the... Sounds really good. Well, what did he say? I couldn't understand a word he said. He said you're back at the beach. No. What does that mean? The ocean waves behind you. Oh, really? I didn't hear any ocean waves. It sounded uh, like a hell of a lot better than that thing we heard yesterday. Oh, yeah. That sounded really, really bad. Now, let's let's see if this phone thing is uh, working now. So you're telling me lines 1 through 6 are the toll-free lines. So, like, people, how, how far does that extend? Like 15 miles or something? That I don't know. Definitely not out of Florida. That I know for sure, because we've already been through this once before. Now, let me, let me, QAM, hello. Oh, yeah. Hello, Neil. Yes, what, what number are you calling, sir? Huh? Are you calling the toll-free number, the 877 number? Yeah. Oh, okay. Is it Neil? Yeah, what do you got? I'm here in Miami. Uh, the radio sounds kind of soggy, but so does that guy flee. That guy, you don't pay that fool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, maybe he's underwater, too. Maybe we're on the Titanic ready to hit the ocean floor. That could be it. I sure feel like it many days. John Maynelli, consultant in New York, who writes to me a scathing. Uh, this thing about you got high ratings with the former honor system diary method, it's just amusing to me. It's like saying, oh, well, you never were any good anyway, and you never really had an audience. It was just phantom because of the diaries. Just all wired diaries every month of every book for 30-plus years. Wow. Talk about good luck. Even at Woodbine, I never had luck like that. Even on Zeta during that morning show when we kicked everybody's ass in the morning for a year, and you can go back and look at those numbers, they must have all been wired diaries. We know how to play the diary game, Neil, but now we have to learn to play the new system. Uh, yeah. Talk about people thrashing about. I mean, seriously, if you, if you want to say goodbye to somebody, just say goodbye, right? Yeah. Work out some kind of a deal and say goodbye without going through all of this angst and grief and BS, surus. But these people can't do that. They have to play this agony game. How much can he endure? Well, I think you'll be really surprised <laughs> if I've endured 33 years in this market working for some real bozos along the way. I can endure quite a bit. 
And you'll notice that I do show up here every morning. Yep. Except for Friday when I could have probably closed at 3 in the afternoon. I still can't believe you said that on the air. <laughs> See, it's, it's one thing if you believe that, which I told you this morning you were wrong. It had to do with the lawyer's schedule for the closing. But nevertheless, it's one thing if you believed it. But to say it on the air actually sounds like, uh, I don't know, not good. Why did you do it? It was just a fleeting comment. I didn't make a big deal a out of it. A fleeting comment? Yeah. That would be like if I said, well, I hear that Flea beats his wife. But anyway, moving on. Wow. Just a, yeah, a fleeting I don't see the comment. comparison, but okay. Well, no, but I mean, just a fleeting comment. Sure. This one is pretty interesting, too, but I better do the break because we got our 45 minutes of spots. I'm just going to read a bunch of and I'm going to inflect. Hey, everybody. Bah, 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 puke. Maybe I can do a puking thing, you know. Spinning and puking. <clears throat> Enough of the puking already, okay? Without any inflection or uh, interpretation and just reading a bunch of boring stories. That's right. That's all I do, John Maynelli. I wouldn't be surprised if he and Joe Bell are doing something. Twelve minutes after ten at 560 WQM. Yank it, baby! Stern gets John Maynelli fired. The fake time jitter sent me this email. You'll find it most amusing. I took a course of Ebonics. They say the future be right for me. Now I can't get no job. Cause I don't got no literacy. I was talking like an old Negro. Ebonics taught me how this way. Now I can't do nothing. But my heritage say that's okay. Change my name to Shoot Drive a deuce and a quarter in a Cadillac. I remember when I was stealing all the white man's cars, hanging outside the Belvedere bar, grind the blues about poverty. White devils got no job for me, and I thought Ebonics would give my life a change. Now I got to go and sell more crack cocaine, crack cocaine, crack cocaine, crack cocaine, crack cocaine, crack cocaine, crack cocaine. Crackle King, Crackle King, you fairy. Lordy, what a boring song. Ebonics makes me sound funny. Got nothing to do with literacy. Now I got to make more money. Labor pool sounds good to me. I got plenty of nothing. Ebonics ain't getting me anywhere. Maybe I'll mug an old white bitch, steal a purse and pull her hair. Then I'm gonna take some money, buy a stereo and a fridge there. I remember when I was stealing all the white man's cars, hanging outside the Belvedere bar, round the blues out poverty. White devils got no job for me, and I. Thought Ebonics would give my life a change now. Got to go and sell more crack cocaine. Crack cocaine, 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 crack coc
Because I've gotten three or four different emails about him. Okay. I think this one summarizes it all best. It says, Howard Stern gets post to toss a critic. September 25, 2006. Tag this story with bad idea. John Manelli went up against the king of all media by publishing a column in the New York Post that claimed Howard would leave his fiefdom at Sirius and return to the yoke and harness of terrestrial radio. <coughs> not a big deal so far. Radar Online said John was just passing on a rumor. That's true in a way, but not the here's the whole story way. Here's the whole story, at least the tasty parts of it, it says. Though Manelli was merely picking up a report from Inside Radio and Industry Trade, Stern chose to blast him rather than the source, probably because Manelli spiced up his story with, another, with other damaging details, such as a rumor that Stern was having trouble booking high-profile guests and had lost popularity as an Internet search term. Stern's Howard 100 News team called attention to Manelli's consulting ties on air, and the reporting was picked up by journalism blog BuzzMachine.com. Manelli then had a brief meeting with the Post's topper, Carl Allen, Either dump the consulting gigs for radio or say goodbye to your job with the Post. John said goodbye to the Post. Oh, you know what? I remember when that happened. I didn't remember his name, but I remember that story now from listening to Howard. I consider myself fired, Manelli tells Radar. I can't live on what I earn from the Post. I'm very disappointed and I'm really pissed off at Howard Stern. He says, from now on, anything I write about him will have to have a disclaimer. John Manelli has an axe to grind against this man. Here's a few reasons why John's departure from the Post won't result in a lot of best wishes cards posted to the ex-Post radio poster, it says. What also came to light was Manelli's primary source in the story was a columnist from Inside Radio, a publication that's about old-fashioned radio and owned by Clear Channel, who not only owns tons of radio stations, but also an investor in XM. So you have a writer who gets paid by traditional radio, sourcing another writer who gets paid by traditional radio conglomerate, spreading lies about a phenomenon happening on satellite radio. Don't try posting up the king of all media unless you want to get posterized in public, it says. And then the other story, the headline is, Stern gets John Manelli fired, etc. Well, at any rate, this is a, a slimy guy, evidently, from what the, these articles all say. So maybe, maybe he just, uh, you know, is bored. Maybe he's sitting around up there in New York. I know I'd be bored as hell if I was in New York. 8.20 on a Monday night and decided to write me that long, caustic email. He is a consultant, after all. Who knows who he's consulting at this point, you know? Right. Who knows who inspired that caustic email? Maybe it was not Joe Bell. Maybe it was your friends down the street. Well, Joe Bell came by the studio, and then he said he didn't know anything about that guy. Really? Mm-hmm. Take that for what it's worth. Joe Bell is reporting to you, is that it? Yeah, he came by the studio. He's like, I don't, I don't even know who that guy is. I'm like, okay. Tell Joe to go do some managing, please. <laughs> go pee on the tower and get that signal goosed up a little bit. Please. He's just, um, just so involved with this show. It's just kind of scary, doesn't it? Doesn't it scare you a little bit? A little bit. It's like he's a, a, a part of it. Like he's, he's in it. Ernie says, hello, Neil, are you there? Hello, is anybody there? No signal again, damn. Well, why would it be all that much better today? Why would it be that much different from Tuesday than it was on Monday? Rudy says, as you came back from vacation, where is George? I wasn't on vacation. I'm on vacation next week. Where is George? George is at home. He's fired. He's gone. Cost-cutting, so they say. Everybody's getting fired. Everybody's out. WQAM, hello. Good morning, Neil. Yes, sir, good morning. 
morning. I, I don't know what everybody else is talking about, but you sound perfectly fine uh, compared to yesterday. Really? Great, yeah. It's pretty good. Where it's are very you? Compelling. I'm in, uh, I watch him on the road in Hialeah, and yesterday I heard the uh, ocean waves, but today you're, you're way out. Well, thank God we got out of the ocean, okay? I've been doing the backstroke for like uh, 20 hours. And I almost fell asleep at the wheel yesterday with all that soothing uh, waves crashing. Mm -hmm. but, uh, hey, another thing. I, I know you guys were talking briefly on uh, uh, closings. Uh, Flea had said that uh, you can uh, schedule the closing. Uh, Anytime you want, yeah. Okay, because I got one coming up. They want to schedule one on Monday. Well, who the hell wants to close on a Monday? I'd rather do it on a Friday, move all my crap in, but... Yeah. Okay, all right, well, good, good luck to you, pal. Good luck. Don't believe anything Flea says. <laughs> what, are you, what are you smirking about? Why are you smirking? No, I'm, I'm sorry I said it now. You ought to be. QAM, hello. Thank God you finally fired George, Neil. Thank God. WQAM, hello. Hi there. Yes, sir. And I was talking to some of my disciples, uh... Yeah, some of your disciples. Yeah, Reverend Schmuck, back again, in force with the boyfriend. Some of my disciples. Now, let me ask you, when are you going to get to the point where you're going to be able to do something with these calls? I'm hoping by maybe next week. <laughs> Mark Johnson's got some housekeeping things here about radio. Boy, this is, this is not a radio show anymore. It's a show about radio. Like that old guy used to say, it's a show within a show. It's a, I don't know what it is. It, yeah, right. That's the idea. You're not supposed to know what it is. John Mainelli. So um, he's not one of our consultants. Uh, I guess Walter Sabo is the guy that's going to be foisted on us, right? Maybe. I guess that's supposed to really piss me off. I, I don't mind. I'm sure Walter can really impart some great suggestions. Don't you think? Now, not as good as Clarence, though. Well, I can't wait to hear him. Oh, wait a minute. Maybe this is from your buddy Jolly Joe. Yes, it is. Uh-oh. Oh, here we go. You ready for this? Let me let me do the break. Let me tease it. Oh, my God. You will not <laughs> believe. Wow. Chris Ackerman of Coleman Research. You know who that is? No. Whoa. <laughs> oh my god it doesn't matter what you've done the last 30 years in the meter world all that matters is what you've done in the past 60 seconds we need to be more concise and more compelling are we concise and compelling so far i think we have been although nobody cares about john manelli although i did get a whole bunch of emails about him right away because he's involved with stern or was and Stern got his ass fired. At any rate, it makes for some interesting uh, reading. 1027 at 560 WQAM. Hell, good. Ten thirty-one. This is even funnier than the John Manelli email. Okay. 
From your close personal buddy, Jolly Joe, who just came by to say he doesn't know John Manelli. Mm-hmm. He says, I didn't see the John Manelli email you're referring to. Send me a copy. Regarding educating you on... Uh, what do we call that? Because we can't say the letters on the newer rating system. Why can't we say the, the uh, thing? Hmm. I don't know. We just can't say it. Once the summer schedule starts, we will have a show meeting every Tuesday and Thursday following the program at 2.15 p.m. That's going to be a problem because we have a promotions meeting at 2.30 on Thursdays. Well, it's, maybe it'll be a short show meeting. Okay. You're going to have to uh, re, re listen. This I'm sure this supersedes all your other uh, duties. With the big bucks you're getting paid for this show? Mm-hmm. These meetings will include any info we come across regarding the new rating system as well as a discussion of what appears to be working and what's not working. I'm asking Chris Ackerman of Coleman Research to conduct a webinar for all Beasley Air Talent. He did this for Philadelphia. It was very educational. I've given you some ideas, which you quickly rejected, Neil. Nobody cares about the weekly Arbitron numbers, especially two hours' worth of them. Everybody is tired of hearing how stupid I am, how stupid Joyce is, how stupid Josh is, how stupid the Beasleys are, how stupid the engineers are, etc., etc., etc. Everybody is tired of it. Are you tired of it? No. Well, you're not everybody. You're out now. You're out of the loop. As I mentioned to you last week, a consultant friend of mine said it best. It doesn't matter what you've done in the past 30 years. In the meter world, all that matters is what you've done in the past 60 seconds. I mentioned that all of our hosts need to be more concise and more compelling. You can make fun of it all you want, but the people who are winning in the new meter game are doing compelling radio. Yeah, like Paul and Ron, they're doing compelling radio, baby. Which is the first time in history they've been on the air for 100 years, and now all of a sudden they're doing compelling radio. That's interesting. As for the technical nightmare, the only place we're having problems is on your show, and I'm just guessing that it's because yesterday was our first day in the new studio, but I'm just guessing. I'll pass this along to George Corso and follow up. As always, the engineering staff that you ridicule will get the problems fixed quickly. In closing, here are a few more constructive points. Own up to the fact that the problems on the show are yours and do something about them. We're getting decent ratings before and after your show with the same panel. I think it's ironic that after all the years you bashed the big O, our ratings begin climbing at 2 p.m. when he goes on the air. Why don't you do something constructive? You could start by being on more this summer. If you really care about the show, you'll forego your summer schedule and try to address the sagging ratings. My guess is you won't do it because it's easier to sit in Toronto and whine about me, Arbitron, and the fact that we won't let you play fart sounds. Speaking of Toronto, why don't you come back down here and do the shows this summer? Get back into the South Florida lifestyle and get in touch with your audience. But we both know that's not going to happen. That's correct. Just like it's not going to happen that I'm going to do more work than my contract requires. Why? It's just, have you ever heard of anything so ridiculous? No. When you have a, a that, that's the only good part of the whole deal he left in there when uh, we rewrote this deal was the summer schedule. And if I'm if I'm so bad and so non-compelling and so non-concise, then why the hell does he want me on more during the summer? It would seem to me he'd want you on, you and Cortez on more this summer. Then a real stuch, a real shot. I'll send you the weeklies when they come out at noon tomorrow. At least then you'll have a day and a half worth of material. Talk to you soon, Joe. At least then you'll have... It just, just continues with the same hostile tone, man. Hostile. But very constructive. So he'll send me the numbers tomorrow, but we won't talk about it much on the air. Take maybe two minutes. Here's an email from Kenny Gramer, and it's a picture of Fat Josh Friedman. <laughs> Kenny says, screw them all, you're the best, even Josh thinks so. And it's... Josh has got a caption coming out of his mouth that says, I sense hostility between you and Flea, but don't worry, Neil. I'll put in a good word for you here at 790. Imagine me and you sharing the same seat. Screw John Manelli. He thinks I stink, too, even though I do stink. 
Yeah, you do, Josh. Josh Friedman. You know Josh Friedman? Big, gigantic, smelly guy? Yeah, I know of him. Oh, my God. To know him is to smell him. No, it's the other way around. To smell him is to know him. See, I, I still would ask the question if, if our audience isn't part of that panel. It's like with the diaries. If, you're, if your listeners didn't get a bunch of diaries, how were you going to do well? Right. Right? Yeah. Does that, does that make sense to you as somebody that's been in the business for more than five minutes? It sure does. And like, like he and I discussed, he agreed with me when we had the conversation about this a couple of weeks ago, that the sports nerds did fine because there were a lot of sports nerd listeners in this panel. And at 10 o'clock, a lot of them went across the street. They went to some of this, the 85 sports stations on. So the sports segments did fine. We did not have our audience in there. And that's because I'm not compelling or concise and don't really have this audience. It's just it's all built on a deck of cards. Mark says, you've asked a few questions in recent months. I thought I might answer. There's no such thing as more than one radio station with the same call letters. 850 is the only station whose legal call letters are WFTL. 640 is WMEN, formerly WJNA, and 1400 is WFLL. Cheap Channel has done the same thing for several years in uh, Tampa, 970 AM and 540 AM. They call both WFLA, but 540 is actually WFLF. WFLF is never mentioned on here except for the legal ID, WFLF Pine Hills, Orlando. QAM's rumor of a new stick has long been exactly that, a rumor. According to the FCC, they never applied for a construction permit, says Mark. You read a press release on air from George Beasley regarding the Vegas cluster. Between the lines, there was some solid information that explains much about what's happened and what will happen at WQAM. Beasley has a $170 million loan secured with broadcast licenses that in many cases may not be worth what they paid for them. The problem is endemic in the radio industry. Beasley has strict covenants with its lenders to call for cash flows goals by 2012 that I don't think they can meet. I think they've cut about all they can and the revenue just isn't there. BBGI's competitors, often desperate to raise cash, have turned to selling some stations, often at fire sale prices. Lastly, and then he tells me about the, maybe I can fix my perennial chopped-off printouts issue by printing to Adobe PDF. It says if the PDF print is good, you need a new printer. Oh, I don't want to do that. You do, do I want to buy a new printer? No. Okay, let's take a look at the poll, which is not all that compelling, I guess. You think the poll is compelling? It's okay. Some of, the, some of them are and some of them are not, I guess. The people who are doing well are doing compelling radio. That, that has to be one of the greatest lines in the history of the business. Paul and Ron, anybody believe they're doing a 10 or a 12 share? No. Do they believe they're doing a 10? Well, who knows? 367 votes on this poll. I don't go to spectator sports often because blank. It's easier to stay home and watch them on TV. Of course, 172. The ticket prices are too high, 95. The athletes are spoiled and overpaid, 42. They're usually boring, 24. Food and drinks are too expensive, 15. I do go out from 15. Too many drunk fans, for, And the weather, none. You put the weather on there? Well, I know a lot of people don't go That's to That's not compelling, teams. man. Oh, sorry. A lot of people won't go because it rains? Yeah. Kenny Gramer has gotten a thing here about this Coleman consultant guy. Okay. <laughs> Oh, oh, no, not Coleman. Chris Ackerman, excuse me. Coleman Insights, that's the name of his company? Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. Hey, listen, we, we'll take all the help we can get. We need to figure out how to play this new game, you know? And nobody wants to hear about Joe and Joyce and this and that. Well, maybe if they'd let me do the show, maybe then we'd stop talking about those things. 
Oh, it's just a few fart sounds. Yeah, that's right. Just a few fart sounds. Here's one that says, Uncle Neil, since your rating suddenly went to the toilet with this obviously flawed new system, Jolly Joe's been ordering you to be more compelling. What does that even mean? Now you're talking about having a consultant foisted on you. What's he going to tell you? A radio legend of 30 years until recently stellar ratings. Do a pukey morning zoo type show? Have crappy guests on? What a joke. I don't know. We do, uh, uh, we do a stream of consciousness on this show. Always have and always will. We don't do guests. We don't do topics. Jay in Baltimore says is one of George's biggest fans. I really didn't appreciate to be able to sit through Flea doing the show on Friday. I gave it a chance. I must say Flea was good. He has very good chemistry with Josh. They'll do a good job this summer. Screw Joe Bell, says Jay in Baltimore. All right. He just says screw. He didn't say, you know, the other thing. Yeah. Thank God. I, th I did think that turned out to be pretty compelling. Oh, screw the callers. Oh. Do you know anything about chocolate? From the controversial mayor of New Orleans comes a brand new chocolate treat. This will be chocolate. Racist peanut butter cups. How do you make chocolate? It's a delicious brand of dark chocolate. You take dark chocolate? Surrounding a super dome of peanut butter. And because it's Ray Nagin's racist peanut butter cups, all the peanut butter has been moved out and replaced with chocolate. That's the chocolate I'm talking about. Just the way... God intended. It's the way God wants it to be. And be sure to try the delicious new chocolate drink, Megan's Quick. You mix it with white milk and it becomes a, a delicious drink. And for chocolate and nothing but chocolate, try racist pieces. You can't have chocolate no other way. No other way. Fort Boy, is he a noggin head or what? He's an idiot. He and his wife are still in quarantine, I believe, over in China or somewhere with the um, swine flu. Wow. They don't have it, but, I mean, they were sitting next to somebody on a plane or whatever it was. If they're smart, they'll keep them there. Boz wants to know, will QM be covering the baseball draft today? If so, when can I tune in for the compelling talk? Don't make <laughs> make fun of it now, Boz. What what does that mean, compelling talk? Can, can somebody explain that to me? What does that mean? I don't know. Talking about uh, ball games, talking about uh, jock straps, talking about... Uh, What's his name? LeBron and LeBron and LeBron and Kobe and LeBron and LeBron and Kobe and Kobe and LeBron and on and on and on and Jimmy and Danny. Wouldn't compelling be different for every person? I don't know. What I, I have no idea what that means. What I find compelling, you might not find compelling. Yeah, that's correct. Terry says, I'm a 40-year-old male who's been listening to you since my father gave me my first transistor radio with an earpiece, so when we sat at Mark Light, I could listen to you call the Canes baseball games. Frank Castro God, it says. Oh, Dennis. See, I, I read the uh, name on the address at the top here, and then it's Dennis, first time, long time. Thanks, Dennis. Frank Castro, God is right. Love you, Frank. I wonder how Frank Castro is doing. And speaking of that, talk about compelling when we have those U.M. basketball games on, like in the middle of the show. That's pretty compelling. Yeah. Are you compelled to, like, turn it off? I mean... I'm compelled to maybe... <laughs> So, so what did you? What was your take on that last email? I mean, you had you know a take on John Manelli's email. What's your take on the Jolly Joe Bell email I just read you? <sighs> did you detect a certain degree of hostility in there? A little bit, yeah. Hate. Yeah. Come on now, don't don't let let uh, one or two seconds uh, drag there. Well, I think he definitely uh, pokes you with a stick every once in a while. You know, I think he says stuff just to get a rise out of you. Yeah, I can't believe that he means some of the stuff that he says because some of it just doesn't make sense. 
Like what? Like meeting with Clarence every day or twice a week. No, 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 no. See, and, and he just he just had a self-defeating argument there because if I were to work more days during the summertime, then there'd be more ding-dong school meetings after the show with Clarence every day. Sure, so I'm not going to set myself up for that. Can you imagine? No. Three, four, five days a week, ding-dong school after the show every day with Clarence? <laughs> Why are you chortling? Because oh, it's just so... Idiotic. Yeah. Insane. Inane. But Clarence is going to teach us how to do a compelling, concise radio show. I can't we'll wait. We'll see. Clarence knows his crap, man. Yeah. Okay, now let me see if we can get this phone thing going, because unfortunately, when they designed the... I, I don't understand why the lines 1 through 6 are all the uh, toll-free number. Is that a cost-cutting measure? Is that well, What's the deal with that? I don't know. Wouldn't it be nice if we had one number like we always did, 5670560, and pound 560 on the Verizon and AT&T wireless line, but we don't, because the first six lines are the toll-free lines, 1-877-785-6345. And it's right there at the top of our poll on the website, if you can't keep that. It's hard to memorize that, you know? Yeah. Even I can't do it. I'm reading it off a, a thing on here. Can you memorize it? Do you know it real fast without looking? No. I don't either. One eight seven 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 eight five sixty three forty five, and that's the majority of our phone lines, or at least more than half of them. WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hi, Neil. Yes, I am. Hi, I uh, just uh, you know I've been out of town, so I haven't been. Uh, I'm not up on the latest. I just heard you tell another listener that George is out. Yes. And uh, the last the last I heard when when I was listening before I had to leave town was that uh, you know it was being debated, but I never imagined that it would actually come to pass. It did. It, it you know, as a matter of fact, I was even thinking uh, the next logical step for George was to get his own show, like either before or after you or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, just uh, I hope George is listening. Uh, I just want to shout out and say, dude, I can't believe it. Shocking. How long has it been? Nineteen years. Oh, how long has it been since he got canned? Yeah. Um, what, about three weeks? Yeah, it sounds about right. Three that weeks. long. And I've been visiting your website when I can, and I see his, you know, his email link is still there, and I thought, oh, okay, he's still there. It's cool. No, he's not here. Unbelievable. Those people in management in your place uh, just have their heads right up their butts. Okay. They, they don't see it. All right, sorry, and uh, I'll still listen, but it just won't be the same. Okay, pal. Have a great day. Have a good one. Bye. See, those lines one through six, is it's going to be uh, grim and slim on there until they learn that new number. Mm -hmm. But I don't want to complain now. I don't want to whine and complain, sit here in Toronto and whine and whine, you know, like that. I mean, sure, I'd like to have the show back the way that I did it for years and years. And, of course, that, that has nothing to do with the fact that those numbers are invisible now. That has nothing to do with it. No. What? No, of course not. All i got to do is start playing stuff that Joyce is going to have a nervous breakdown about, and then, oh, well, you know, you're fired, and you're out, and you're violating our deal. And I, okay. And so I don't. WQAM, hello. Um, Kobe Bryant has a sharp, pink, pointy nose. Great. WQAM, hello. That's the toll-free line. one eight seven seven. Seven eight five sixty three forty five. That's the toll free number. Most of our lines are that number. So if you're trying to call, uh, and what was the deal yesterday? They were trying to call and getting a busy. I don't know. What what did that mean? Because we never had more than I don't know two three lines lit at a time like we do now. Right. I'm guessing maybe some of these lines aren't active. They're what? 
I'm guessing that some of these lines aren't working right. Well, let me let me try. That one's working. That one's working. Hmm. That one's working. There you go. And that one's working. They're all working. Yeah, nobody should get busy then. But when I get try to get rid of them, they don't go away. Oh boy. Yeah, we have some technical problems, but I'm sure that they'll they'll fix it immediately, if not sooner. They're right on top of it, just like that signal situation. Well, what are you what are you playing that for? What? WQAM, hello. How you doing, Neil? Okay, sir. I'm calling you from Tennessee. Where yeah. men are men and goats are nervous. Yeah. No, okay, great. Brilliant material, sir. Very compelling and concise. At least it was short and to the point. That's what we like. <laughs> WQAM, hello. Coming this summer to the Flea and Josh show, a fan. QAM, hello. That's the funniest thing I ever heard, George having his own show. Holy. Reverend Schmuck. Yeah, why don't you die, Reverend Schmuck? Yeah, Reverend Jones will have his own show. He yeah, okay, on. good, good. Tell him to go and play with a pop-up toaster, okay? Get lost. Stick his finger in it and see what happens. So what did you say? In about six months, you're going to be able to block some of these uh, idiots? Should be. WQAM, hello. Hola. Yes, sir. Hi. <laughs> WQAM, hello. George Corso. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. What a pleasure. Thank you for taking my call. Listen. Well, thank you for making your call. I go. No, please don't hang up. I go back a long, long while. When you first came to Florida. And why why born... did you say please don't hang up? I don't know. I haven't called you in years and years and years. But uh, I go back, as I said, a long time, and your bosses just don't get it. A lot of us are interested in the ratings. A lot of us are interested in the shtick, and they're out of it. And what they don't understand, and I'm going to leave you with this, what they don't understand is, in an emergency, you remember, Andrew, you can take over and deal with radio like nobody else can. Mm -hmm. And that's not sucking up, my friend. That is just a fact. I'm going to listen off the, I'm going to get off the phone. You, my friend, stay well. Bye-bye. <laughs> yeah, let's have another hurricane. Come on. I'm real good on that stuff. In fact, it was uh, it was very uh, fortuitous that I was here when we had Katrina and uh, that spate of hurricanes going on. Yeah. Because uh, there was no hurricane here. So, we were, we were, you know, I never lost power. I could follow it all on the Internet and on TV. And uh, we did pretty damn good coverage, if you ask me myself. I'll tell you. I think we did. It was compelling. It was compelling and it was constructive. And as far as my being down in South Florida and getting the flavor, I already got the flavor, okay? I don't, want, I don't like that flavor. I mean, two of the benefits that I have in my deal is, one, being able to be here and do the show, which I enjoy very, very much, and number two, the summer schedule. That's it. And he wants me to, to, to just give them both up. If you cared about the show... No, I don't care. That's why I show up here every morning at 8.30 in the morning, because I don't care about it. And how is it all of a sudden start? It's like a bad April Fool's joke. April 1st, that's when, when, when the new rating system came in. That's when the show ceased to have any irrelevance. That's when it ceased being compelling. It ceased being concise. It ceased being anything worthwhile. Everybody's tired of hearing you all. Everybody's tired. So what we're going to get now is a hell of a lot more interference. 
than we had before. I'm not talking about interference with a signal. That's bad enough. We're going to get more interference in the show. Fine, go ahead. Go right ahead. No, actually, what I mean is... Go ahead! Yeah. Let's have the consultant of the day. Every day we can have a different consultant doing a, a web stream, uh, giving a song and a dance, and then, uh, you know, then we have those meetings with Clarence. Don't you look forward to those? Oh, yeah. I certainly do. I can't wait till he imparts his... Uh, but there you go again. See, there you go, knocking Clarence. I mean, he's on his honeymoon. Oh, jeez, poor Clarence. 1056 at 560 WQAM. Let me... That's compelled the spirit of christ compelled me to continue to the 11 o'clock hour an ex-con is suing an upstate new york prison nurse who allegedly sent him back to his cell after medication side effects gave him a painful erection that wouldn't go away hmm. dawood yada yadaula says he suffered for 55 hours before finally getting hospital treatment to relieve the problem in his pants he had a problem in his pants <laughs> oh, you Sorry. know, I did hear on Friday, I heard like uh, 10 seconds after I came back from my closing, mm -hmm. which I could have actually done probably at 4 in the afternoon, according to you. <laughs> but at any rate, I heard about 10 seconds, and you were talking about, oh, I, I like drugs. Yeah. Well, what does that mean, you like drugs? I think it's pretty self-explanatory. Yada Ula, 43, claims nurse Judith Lovelace's diagnostic follow-up. Isn't that interesting that her name was Lovelace? I wonder if she's kin to Linda, you think? Could be. Her follow-up left him irreparably injured with severe damage to his penis, including erectile dysfunction, inability to ejaculate, and pain during sexual intercourse. He now needs a prosthesis to possibly restore some sexual function and says his medical problems have caused difficulty in his marriage. 55-hour erection. He was doing hard times. Jim says, Hey, Uncle Neil, the phone calls are dull, boring, coma-inducing, and they blow. Jim in Treasure K, Great Abaco, Bahamas. He says the calls blow. Hmm. WQAM, hello. Uh, morning, Fui. I beg your pardon? Oh, Neil? Yes, sir. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah sorry. I didn't realize it. Don't be sorry. So fast. Hey, uh, yeah, I just want to tell you, uh, yeah, I'm in Miami Springs, and since yesterday morning, I mean, this has been since you started yesterday morning, uh, the, the signal, there have been waves all, I mean, the, the waves have been coming through all morning. Mm -hmm. I mean, all, I mean, the, uh, the last couple of days. So the, the guy who called you from Hialeah, I don't know what the heck he was talking about, but uh, you still got the waves on the radio signal there. I mean, it sounds terrible. I mean, okay, thanks for the bad news. Thanks. Oh, and as a matter of fact, guess, I'll give you 85 guesses, and the first 84 don't count. Guess what famous radio broadcaster emailed me again to tell me the same thing that this guy just told me. I'll give you, I'll give you a little clue, an audio clue in a second if I can ever get around to it. One moment, please. I'm a little slow. I'm old and not. No, that's me. There you go. <laughs> that's a pretty good clue. Yeah. 
He says, the signal still sucks in downtown Miami, at least. Maybe because I work right under the stick at the Herald, but why would that be? I can't effing believe it still isn't fixed. It still isn't fixed, says... So that's me. Wow. Well, what does that mean? He can't believe it still isn't fixed. Like they're going to wave a magic wand out there at the uh, tower or something? They've got some serious signal problems, and believe you me, I could be wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong, Flea. I could be wrong, but... It would seem to me that part of succeeding with the new system is that your signal can be heard everywhere well. Right. To keep people glued in. Let's see if this works. No, I don't think so. No. I've got some other sounds that might do it. Here, Here's one that always works. Do, 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 do. That does it. In fact, you know something? I think I just came up with a new format thanks to that great email, that constructive, e informative email from Jolly Joe. Four-hour format. What do you think? That's pretty compelling crap. Sure. You don't think? I think so. Be the talk of the town. The new Neil Rogers format. Four hours of... We miss you, Mo. Badly. Uh, the fake Tom Jicka says John Manelli was PD at 77 WABC after they moved from music to right-wing talk. Boy, he's a real, I don't know, a real D-bag, it sounds like to me. I, I could be wrong, but reading that thing about Howard and all that other. And, of course, he was at the New York Post. What does that tell you? Hmm. And then all of a sudden, right-wing talk at WABC, 77. Terry says, just tuned in online, was going to vote on your poll. Could you add, I don't give a crap about professional sports, which I think is different from they're usually boring. Now, wait a minute. What, what does the question say again? I don't go to spectator sports often. It doesn't say professional sports. Could be college sports, high school sports. Right. College and pro, I'm sure, is what we're talking about. The pollmeister. Do you want to add that? I don't, I don't care about sports. I mean, I think it's the same as they're usually boring, but I can if you want. No, it's not the same as they're usually boring. I mean, there's some some people that care about sports, but they're not going to go pay to see the game because they don't want to, like, sit there in a coma for three hours. It's, it's not compelling to them. Okay. Like you said before, some things are compelling to some people, and other things are compelling to other people. I personally don't find Drew Rosenhaus very compelling. I could be wrong. No. I don't give a flying crap about how Drew was doing with the ladies, you know? I mean, I could be wrong about that. That, to me, is not compelling. And I don't think that's why people listen to the Joe Rowe show is because it's compelling to find out uh, why how Drew was doing with the ladies. I, I could be wrong. I mean, what do I know? What do I know about anything? Obviously nothing. And, and the threat continues. The threat goes on. Oh, I'm going to tell you this. We're going to give you a... Okay, well, where is some meat, okay? Where is something specific? Not don't talk about this. Don't talk about that. Don't bitch about this. Give us something positive, something specific. Let's get some of them nifty guests on. Maybe Ira Windbag will grace us with his presence, but we can only hope not. What do you think? I'll keep my fingers crossed. Rick says, I cannot believe the depths WQM management is going to do to get you out and go to total sports talk all day. Doesn't Joe Bell know what your show was like prior to the censorship imposed by the lame brains who controlled Beasley? See, there you go again, Richard. Bitching about this stuff that Joe Bell doesn't want to hear about. Compelling radio is something neither Joe Bell or Joyce understands. Your show prior to the recent restrictions was a very compelling show. I can't believe that the Big O's ratings can be better than yours. He is so one-dimensional and boring, sort of like Joe B. When I'm in South Florida, which is about twice a year, I put up with a crummy signal just to listen to you. I really find it galling that somehow JB finds ways to blame your show for the bad signal I hear all the time down there. You haven't heard anything like what it is yesterday and today, from what I'm told. And then the guy that put the phone up to the radio yesterday, that was that was scary. That was downright scary. 
P.S. I like your show better without the insipid telephone calls from those South Florida nutcases. Now, what's your take? You like the calls or not? I like some of them. Yeah, some are compelling and some are not. Right. Most of them are crap, but yeah. nevertheless, why would they change now? Paul says, how dare Joe Bell insult you and your 30 years of consistently compelling and entertaining radio? Yeah, Joe, how dare you? It is painfully obvious he or they are trying to force you out, which you say will not happen. That's right. That gutless Joe Bell, if he had the balls, he would pay you off and say, you're free to go to another station. Why not if he's telling you you suck? And his final stuch will be insisting you can't be on the air for the balance of your contract. Over four years remaining of compelling radio. I hope somebody waterboards Joe, says Paul. <laughs> Getting a little carried away. A little hostile. A lot of hostility in the air. You notice that? These emails back and forth. Yeah. Everybody is tired of this. and everybody's tired. Oh, Tom Jicka, John Manelli wrote the local Limbaugh's article in Newsmax. Here's what he wrote on you. Oh, my God, he wrote this. Neil Rogers, here's another talk show host who's openly gay, except that unlike L.A.'s conservative, Ral Alice Rantel, Rogers is a proud and, proud and loud liberal with serious antisocial tendencies. <laughs> Most of the time, he doesn't even come to the radio station, preferring instead to broadcast from Canada and work short weeks and take long vacations. A Jew who's tough on Israeli right-wingers, the often cranky Rogers, keeps away from hard news most of the time and focuses on stories, events, and phenomena that interest his large young male audience. Wow. His levels in, in, he revels in not going national, has even been known to ignore calls from interested networks. Oh, yeah, like those fake uh, calls from Greg Budell. Typical comment, gay is who I am. That's how I see things on the air. There are a few queens on the air, like Alice Rantel, who was dragged out of the closet kicking and screaming. That's it. That's on Newsmax, what John Manelli wrote about me. Oh I have a large God. young male audience, he says. Yeah. Wow. John Manelli also wrote in Newsmax. See, Newsmax, this is a right-winger, okay? Does that start to explain why he wrote all this crap? Yeah. A right-wing fanatic. Local talk is how talk radio made a name for itself. He wrote, being the only outlet for scrappy opinions in the pre-internet days. John Manelli, former program director for Powerhouse WABC Radio in New York, one of the top guns in the industry, top gurus, tells Newsmax. Personally, I prefer listening to local talk shows over via the internet because the national hosts tend to flagellate the same two or three topics. That's right. Every day. Communista, communista, the same old crap. Mike says, thanks for playing everyone's favorite soundbite, The Power of Christ Compels You. Now that's compelling radio, says Mike. We compelled Mike to send the email. All right. I, I don't know what I'm going to do about this uh, the, this toll-free number, because lines 2, 3, 4, and 5, yesterday and today, I don't think ever rang at any point. Now, not that it's a big deal. I mean, you know, you can only take one call at a time, but nevertheless... Michael says, could you please ask Flea to take the joke spots off the stream? Okay. They play constantly and are really annoying. They lose their com compelling, compellingness, <laughs> I, I don't know what the word is, compellingness after three or four times. Gary says, Dear Neil, Joe Bell, you just don't get it. Please visit China and get your stupid self quarantined for 50 years and take that simple-minded Joyce with you. I have to get that formula you have for turning gold into lead. I'm compelled to listen to your compelling show, radio show, Neil. I'll tune into George and his compelling show wherever he shows up. Enjoy your wonderful summer schedule, says Gary at Homestead. Thanks, Gary. I will. Okay, I just did an experiment. 
Yes. I called the 877 line while that yes. one was ringing in. Uh-huh. And guess what I got? Busy signal. Absolutely correct. So I guess it's not uh, rolling over. I am. I'm going to lay down on the floor during the break, and I'm going to roll over. <laughs> but I'm sure that, just like Joe says, you tell Corso about it, and they'll have it fixed pronto, Tonto. It'll be fixed before you can say, boy, this is a technical disaster here. Neil Rogers got. Absolutely. Republicans got their leaders serving in Washington. But the guy in charge is a radio talker. He's a pill popping son of a dumb. Well, he's big and bald as a man can come. And he screams into the microphone. And if he says something that the GOP don't like, then just leave it alone. That's because I gotta say you don't curse Ronald Reagan's name. You don't criticize George Bush. You don't question whether we should be tax cutting, and you don't mess around with Rush. You don't get married if you're gay. You park your hair on the side with a brush. You don't give any credit to old Obama, and you don't mess around with Rush. 1118 at 560WQM, so that means that line 2, line 3, line 4, line 5, they don't work no more. Right. Or at least they never did. Well, maybe you want to bring that to the attention of some of our crack engineering staff. Will do. Steve says, and of course this is ridiculous, why not play the fat man at his own game and do a sports show in your inimitable style? It would be somewhat compelling to hear someone give an honest, humorous opinion um, about sports rather than another member of the jockocracy yucking it up. No thanks. We got 20 hours of that crap already on the station. And they've got a whole bunch of people on that panel who are sports nuts, baby. Right? Yes. And, I, and, I, and I'm not interested. How no. can I be compelling about something? I mean, I, you know, I watch the hockey. I, I don't care anymore because obviously Detroit's going to win the Stanley Cup. Is that game tonight, I think? Game uh, six? Game six tonight, yeah, in Pittsburgh. Oh, boy. I'm so tired of the Red Wings. I don't know about you, but I'm really sick and tired of the Red Wings. Not very compelling in a market that doesn't care about hockey. No, not really. When he had his last x-ray, it was an x-ray that had to go deep into the spine. Heavy, heavy radiation. Carolina 3, Edmonton 3. 18.46 to go in the third period. Classic ESPN. I just, I just don't get it. Let's see how that pull is coming. Okay. 458. Well, no, seriously, the, the, the thing that even back in the diary days that was made very clear is that we have, we had a gigantic exclusive cum. People who listen to this show who don't listen to the sports shows. Right. Always. For sure. And those people just on the 1st of April, on April Fool's Day, they just all say, oh, we don't want to hear him anymore. Bye bye. Is there anybody in their right mind who believes that? No. No. 458 votes. I don't go to spectator sports often because it's easier to stay home and watch them on TV, 216. The ticket prices are too high, 121. The athletes are spoiled and overpaid, 46. They're usually boring, not compelling, boring, 27. I do go often, 21. Food and drinks are too expensive, 17. Too many drunken fans, 5. That's why I stopped going to the Dolphin games, man. I got so tired of those drunks. Yeah. The weather, 3, and I don't like sports, 2. I don't like sports. Two. George and somebody else. <laughs> three now. Three for I don't like sports and three for the weather. 
Oh, there's that uh, boxing guy. Boxing has ever seen. So I've come to this ring to see who's faster on the Internet. I'll be using the 3G AT&T. What's that boxer's name? I don't know what his name is. Floyd Mayweather. Oh, well. Browse the web faster. Email business plans faster. Oh. Bill Curtis, he's, uh, you know, a hell of a guy. I love American his voice. Justice. Medic uh, I mean, talk about drama. Yeah, his Save voice. Save drama for your great. mama, Bill. What? The USA mm -hmm. Today said kids from 12 to 17 is their number one show. They do things yeah. that you guys can never do. Doesn't does the people who run your show aware of this kind of stuff? They don't really care about that. I mean... You know, you're you're like, pardon the expression, farting into a windstorm. It just it, it makes no difference what other people are doing. I, I mean, it's on from 6.30 locally. PBS has it on from 8 to 10. Flea knows about the show. Well, and, yeah, yeah, let me tell you something. I actually got suspended for like five weeks because I played a, a Family Guy bid on the air, and, and Clarence suspended me from being on air for like five weeks. Where, wait, wait a minute. When was this? This is when I was doing weekend shifts. I didn't know about this. Oh, yeah, I played this whole bit about it. They have this, like, song that Family Guy does about the FCC. I played it on the air, and I got uh, suspended for like five weeks. Well, what's in it? I mean, obviously you can't say it, but I mean, give me some hints. He says you have to you have to say take a tinkle because you can't say <coughs> the p word. Then that's right. Yeah. And you played that? I did. Oh boy! And you're going to be on this summer? I can see. Oh boy! No, I've learned my lesson. I got to be ultra, ultra conservative. I understand that's right. that. Be be on your best behavior at all times. It took me a little while to realize that we're going by Beasley rules and not FCC rules. Well, don't you remember that meeting we had? See, yeah. see, there. This is before the, the FCC regulations, and then each broadcaster has got the right, and I understand this, they've got the right to set their own over and above the FCC, their own rules. So sure. don't say this word, don't do that. But but only if they have like a death wish, only if they want you to fail, do they go to such extremes as Joyce. Right. And this play we don't want to bitch about that because everybody is really tired of hearing about that, according to Joe. Everybody's tired of it. And like you said, this was Family Guy, so this is playing at prime time on a national network. Right. On over-the-air TV, not cable, right, national on, network, over-the-air TV. On Fox. On Fox. Well. Mm-hmm. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the Verizon and uh, AT and T wireless line, and that toll-free number. I guess they know it. It's only line one anyway, right? Yeah. And what about line seven? Oh, it doesn't even ring. Unlucky seven. <laughs> Unlucky seven is right. That was bad. QAM, hello. I like the wee wee. Yeah, good. Go find one. QAM, hello. QAM. Yes, Neil. How you doing? Okay. I didn't know you've been concerned about George. I have a I think I have a sighting over here on the uh, uh, Sheridan Street. Come here, George. Bring your cup with you. QAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. I have compelling news for you. Speaking of Joe Bell, always trying to make believe like. Telling technical problems on your show. I, I can't hear these. This call is so low. It sounds like it sounds like you're on Uranus. Really? Hold on, Neil. Go Neil. ahead. Uh, you were talking about Joe Bell. He's complaining about saying your show is the only one with technical difficulties. Well, yesterday during the Big O show, he had to keep coming on apologizing to his audience about five or six different times, two, three minutes at a time. He was going to dead air on on the Big O show. Yeah. yeah. With no ratings. That's true. But, okay. Second thing I got. I got a, a, a composition for you. I've got a companion ticket. Would you like to go to Las Vegas on no. me? No, I would not. No, no thanks. Bye-bye. <laughs> Quarter slot guy. Oh, Idiot. Jesus. Would I like to go to Las Vegas on you, not in you, not next to you, not around you, not near you? I don't not even the same you? time he's in Vegas. What? I don't even want to be there the same days he's in Vegas. Ed in Fort Lauderdale says, how are the ratings on the Joe Bell show? Maybe he wants your time slot. 
He puts the A in ass clown. He does not get it. No, he's never going to get it. He just makes it up as he goes along. Oh, Greg Budell says, did you catch your buddy Howie on Letterman yesterday? He still wants you for his 101 channel. Yeah, sure he does. My, Mark Johnson says, I tried calling the toll-free line once from Kissimmee, Florida about six months ago. It didn't work then either. I don't think it's worked in a long time. Remainder not for air. In other words, don't read it cold. Oh, boy. My interest in training in radio is on the tech side. I'm not a fan of sending more than one email a week, but your comments really got me thinking. Keep this in your pile and maybe read it some other time. This will be my last for now. I'll check in again some other time in the future, says Mark. This is the guy who told us all about the um, the signal and the uh, tower and the this and the that and all this other crap. Right. And then the call letters. The unmentionable new... Oh, no, this this is worth reading right now. It says, one of the things I read is that radio podcast, live streaming, and on-air broadcast all have to be encoded separately. This is about the new rating system? Correct. Likewise, the unmentionable new Arbitron device cannot pick up listening in any form via headphones. Radio broadcasting will probably always be around, but the way people listen has changed radically. I listen to plenty of radio almost all via earphones or online. If I understand this, Walkman, podcast, iPhone, live stream, many other types of listeners are underreported. There is an adapter yeah. that you can use. You can actually plug it into the uh, the device and then plug your headphones into that. On a different note, he says, I don't think QAM signal problems will ever get markedly better. 540 AM in Central Florida has a flamethrower signal that has to be directional to protect or not step on QAMs at 560 and that of another station in Florida in 550. 540 can't power down in part because it's the only primary entry point emergency station in the state. As a result, I don't think QAM will be able to up its power. So, of course, the signal and encoding go hand in hand. Hard to be compelling if people can't hear you. I think we need to talk a hell of a lot louder. Oh, House, I'm going to get that bacon cheeseburger. Oh, no, you're not going to eat at Denny's again. Yeah, I liked it. It was the best hamburger I've had in years and years and years. You like it? I lo No, I loved it. I didn't like it. I loved it. WQAM, hello. Hello? Yes, sir. Oh, my goodness. Neil Rogers, I, I actually got through? Yeah, oh, yeah, no problem. Well, the phones are all screwed up, so no well, problem. this is, uh, I can't believe George is gone. I just can't He's believe because I used to call him all the time. Believe it. Get around with him on the phone. Mm -hmm. In fact, he had a special line just for me, but I can't tell you what it is because uh, I don't want it's too compelling. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, oh, my gosh. Remember me from Kamloops, Nova Scotia? No. Oh, okay. Just glad to hear you. Yeah. And I'll keep listening. <laughs> okay, great. See you, see you in medicine hat, eh? Yeah. <laughs> okay, see you in PEI. Oh, I don't know, can we say that, PEI? Not sure. I don't want to do five days like you did. I, I never knew that before. You never told me that about getting Oh yeah. put on the bench for five days because you played a family guy bit. Yeah, five weeks. Five, oh, five weeks? Yeah. Wow. That is a shocker. Five weeks. That, that must have been really heavy duty, whatever you put on there. It really wasn't. Just Clarence doesn't like me on the air, that's all. Oh, well, that sounds real promising. Maybe that's why they want me to work more this summer. Could be. Charles and Pinecrest says, I listened to Joe a bit this morning. The signal was fine. You come on, and all of a sudden it blows. 
To me, it seems like the signal issues are part of Joe Bell's master plan to get you off. Would it really surprise you? Nothing would surprise me, Charles. Nothing would surprise me. Dr. Alan Berkman passed away, says Jennifer. Why, why do I know, I know him? Do you know who that is? No. I don't either. We don't do obituaries anymore. Sorry. Sorry, Jennifer, whoever you are. Scott in Pinellas Park says, The stream is out. It keeps buffering, then saying it will reconnect in 64 seconds, then nothing. So the stream is out, too, says Scott. I don't believe that. Do you? Oh, wait a minute. Here's another one that says, The streaming online is out. Tell Joe Bell it's not very compelling. So they can't hear the signal on the ear. The streaming is out. And we need to be compelling enough to get through to those people with the new uh, rating thing. Oh, Neil. Yep. Neil? God? Oh, Absolutely. Yeah! What's up, y'all? <laughs> this is your boy, G-Mike. You see, I usually do songs with, like, hooks and concepts and shit, right? But that man, I'm trying to go platinum.
748, 12 minutes till noon at 560 WQM. We got the big oh. coming up at 2 o'clock. That's when the numbers start going up. Mike Johnson says, not sure what happened, but we missed your entire last segment from 1130 to 1140. This is the QM School of Engineering for you. The streaming is back up, though, now, says Mike. It's back up. Oh. Leo says, this came in before Mike's. For your information, the streamer feed from W. Oh, look at that. WIOD is barely working right now. Mm. We're not on WIOD. We're on WQAM, Leo. Get the station right, Leo. For some reason, I keep getting disconnected. Can't listen to your show online. Maybe this issue has something to do with working the bugs out there in your studio. Yeah, that must be it, huh? What do you think? Could be. No. No. Good poll today, but I think you should have the option of voting for all of the above. No. The truth is, I really enjoy going to sporting events, but I avoid them like the plague for all of the reasons on the poll. Oliver in Orlando says the newer version of the QM streamer sucks. It has to buffer itself numerous times during the show, which is the equivalent of dead air. Another cheap-ass Jolly Joe solution. I live in Orlando. I can pick you up over the air, but everything has to be perfect. In other words, no storms, no washing machine running, etc. Right now, 11.35 a.m., and the streamer is down. I will still listen even with all the problems, says Oliver in Orlando. Thanks, Oliver. He's a real trooper. WQAM, hello. Neil, good afternoon, sir. Yes, sir. Good, good evening. <laughs> I'm just... Uh... I'm calling from Pompano, a little west of 95. Just want to let you know the signal is crystal clear up here, and I'm actually parked under a tree. So right. I think these I think these schleppers need to go get a better radio. Okay, so they're all making it up, even Phil Latzman? Absolutely. They're probably okay. going to be stuck out in the cold in the uh, digital transition, too. Okay, <laughs> thanks, Pally. All right. Okay, that's it for the calls. This this thing is working really well, not with this uh, with these toll-free lines. Good thing you you tried that experiment there. Otherwise, you start getting like, you know, you, you wonder. You know right. what I mean? Uh-huh. You wonder, wonder, what's going on? Now, what do you think about the streaming thing there? Do you think it's just a coincidence? Who knows? This building's been having so many problems, nothing amazes me now. No, no, but Jolly Joe said in that email, said it's only during your show, the technical problems. Is that why the big O went off how many times yesterday? A couple. A couple of times? Off the air entirely? But it's only during your show, Neil, and it's that new studio, and blah, 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 yeah. Right. Here's that the toll-free number. Although there's no point in giving it out if line one is ringing because that's the only one that works. So we got a whole bunch of lines on there, just that most of them don't work. Right. WQAM. Hello. Good afternoon, Neil. How are you today? Good evening. Yes, sir. Hey, um, just want to let you know another single uh, spy watch. I'm in Jupiter, and I'm getting you pretty good. I mean, I hear the occasional rumbling of lightning, and, uh, mm -hmm. you know, I hear a little Cuban music in the background every now and then. La Cucaracha, yeah. Good. But uh, regarding Slate, must be a nice guy, but there's nothing that's really upsetting me more than when you ask him a question, and the dude has, like, no clue what you're talking about, and that sort of makes me miss George. But we know there's nothing we can do about that, but just thought I'd give that comment. Have a great day, Neil. Okay, thanks. Well, uh, you get him upset when you have uh, when, no, when you don't know what I'm talking about, like Bill Cullen, for example. But I will say this: Flea is very quick on the googling, though, man. That thing about he had polio—you had that within ten seconds yesterday. I'm trying, man. You're quick on the googling. No, I have no complaints. You've been uh, a real trooper. But as all good things must come to an end. <laughs> oh. Oh, boy. You talk about stupid. I guess they think this is really going to work, huh? 
I guess. Streaming is down. Nobody can hear the signal between 10 and 2. And, um, oh, but those people with the meters out there, oh, boy, oh, geez, they're not, uh, you're not compelling them to listen real long. And the, 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 the concept of this is so idiotic. If people aren't listening on the panel to your show, you could do the greatest, the most scintillating, the most compelling radio in the history of the industry, and it doesn't make any difference because they're not listening anyway. Is there like a lightning bolt that comes down from the sky and says, Oh, you better turn on Neil right now. He's doing really compelling radio this second. <laughs> you, you, even you chuckle at that. Is, uh, is that the dumbest thing you've ever heard of in your life? It's pretty uh, idiotic. Yeah. Idiotic. That's from Flea. Not from me. Idiotic. Everybody is tired of you saying that. Well, WQAM, hello. Neil, the boyfriend is back with a vengeance. Give him a chance. He'll get your waiting way up there. WQAM, hello. Hey, look, I like compelling radio. I mean, who the heck doesn't? Uh, I also happen to like uh, compelling skinny men. They call them twinks, you know. <laughs> WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. How you yes, doing? Sir. Okay. Let me give you the real deal. I yeah. was in Sweetwater. And I traveled to the uh, Jackson Hospital area. Sweetwater sounded fine. Got to the Jackson Hospital area. It sounds like crap. If you'd like, I put I can put the phone to the speaker. Go ahead. Okay, hold on. I mean, go ahead. How's that, sir? Waves. How's that? Waves. Didn't make you feel very waves. Now, now I, I mean, it sounded fine. And then it sounded like crap, so I don't. I think it's just the area, somewhere in the area, Neil. Okay, well, get out of the ocean, man. All right, love your show, man. Thanks. Yeah, isn't that what it sounds like? It sounds like the waves are rolling in, like the like they're in Cocoa Beach or somewhere, where the you know the tide is coming in. Yeah, the ocean. The ocean. The big waves are coming down. Time to get surfing, folks. Let's play some surfing music. <laughs> hey, well, listen, you got to go with the flow. That's what Joe says. You know, you got to find out what works and what doesn't work, and that might be compelling. Surfing music and the sound of the waves. Get a little Dick Dale going. No, the Beach Boys. Catch oh. a wave. I love that song. Catch a wave. Not one of their big hits, but nevertheless, I'm, I'm not sure it was ever a single. I don't think it was. You know that song, Catch a Wave? You could play it if you had the library there, but you don't. And I've got it here somewhere. No, but I should have it by this weekend. George said he was going to come by one day this week and uh, download the songs. How's he doing, by the way? Pretty good, I guess. Well, what does that mean? I guess he is doing pretty good because he's not here. Right. Oh, the day that the day he walked out of that place for the last time, believe you me, he has no idea how fortunate he was. We want Neil on more during the summertime because we're afraid uh, George isn't going to cut it with the... Uh, right. No, you, you better cut it. You better do some gigantic uh, numbers in there with that new technology. You yeah. better talk really loud. And you better not have Petey Lenny on there during the summer months or no. during any other month. No. Petey Lenny, my ass. That, that, that's just, I mean, anybody who thinks that's compelling, did anybody come to you and say, how come you put that moron on the ear? No, not really. Well, why not? I don't know. That would have been something. You, you should have been suspended for five years for that. <laughs> Lesson Petey learned. Lenny. Like I've always said, and this, this is the one true thing in life. There are few things worse than people who think they're funny who are not. And if you look up look up that saying in the Webster's Dictionary, you'll find Petey Lenny's picture next to it. Someone who thinks he's funny, and he ain't. Oh, Neil! You're listening. 
this is Dick Cheney. I like to relax by having Mary Magdalene massage my balls while listening to the Neil Rogers 12 to 1 hour. down 30 points. Not a big deal. Not a big Timmis, okay? Maybe we ought to cut the Yiddish out, too. You think? What do you think? No. You think the uh, Goyim out there are upset because they don't understand the Yiddish words? I think I'm doing a, a public a pubic service. I actually enjoy learning it. The, see, there you go. I taught George tons of Yiddish over the years. Yeah, I printed, out like, like, I printed out like three pages of, uh, of words, so I'm, I'm studying. Yeah. Well, you, you have a long way to go. Yeah. <laughs> WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. That, that yes, sound that everyone's hearing in the background, I don't think it's uh, an accident. I think Joe programmed it in. He wants everyone to know what your show sounds like. Mm-hmm. He walks around day to day with his own head up his ass. We don't know what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Also, there was um, a bit last week. We'll head up for Flea, because I know he said he got suspended for five weeks. There's a bit he was playing with the word HJ in it. You better be careful. But I know you uh, you blocked that word out in one of your bits. You know what word I'm saying? The word AJ? HJ. Like BJ, but HJ instead. Oh, hand. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We we don't uh, do that. I mean, we might do it, but we don't say it. You you played it or you said it? No, I played it. Oh. You played it out of the DCS? No. It was another thing that I got off the onion. Oh boy. I smell another arrest for you. You better listen. You got to do the whole the show next week. You can court us. I'm on vacation next week, mm-hmm. and then when I come back, the summer schedule. So you know, unless I decide to work extra days during the summertime. <laughs> oh, if you cared about the show, you see, the, this this business that with head games, you know, doesn't work with me because it's so transparent. Trying to embarrass me, like like all of a sudden I've lost it, and I'm desperate, and I'm floundering. And if I cared about the show, I would give them extra time during the summertime over my dead body. Okay, like I said, hire a hitman. That's the only way it's going to work. Hire a freaking hitman. When you make a deal with people, if you're honorable in the least bit, you live up to it. Whatever the contract says, that's the way it goes down. Not oh gee, if you cared, you'd give us more time during the summer. No, no. No, ain't going to happen. I'm disappointed in your response. I'm disappointed in your suggestion. How do you like that? 
I'm appalled at your suggestion. Building collapses near Raleigh, North Carolina. Look at that. There's a big old satellite. Oh, it's not a satellite dish. And as you can see there from one of the... the ConAgra towers. Foods, they had a major explosion near Raleigh. I wonder if Jolly Raleigh Joe knows about that. Chad talking about a triage area that has been... Well, you talk about boring. You hear Tony Harris there? He could put you into a coma in two seconds or less. Not compelling. Oh, yeah. Sam in Boston says, I'm typing this just as you read the email from a listener saying that the streamer window said we will reconnect in 64 seconds and then crapped out. I got the exact same message. It wouldn't connect for a few minutes, but after a few tries, it eventually did come back. It came back. Here's the best email of all time from the fake Greg Budell. Talent coach. Sonny Fox says you need a talent coach. Said his buddy Tommy Kramer is available. He worked wonders for Ron and Ron. <laughs> Old white-haired Tommy Kramer. Well, you know, I didn't do drugs back in the 60s when everybody else was doing drugs. Well, you sure as hell could fool me. Talk about a radio burnout, Tommy Kramer. He was the talent coach. He was good buddies with Buddy Bud Paxson, by the way. Really? And you know something? In, ret in retrospect, Buddy Bud Paxson's starting to look really good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Those were some wonderful days compared to what we got going on now. Especially technically. It's one thing about IOD signal. I mean, you can hear it. I know, I know that's a great... And there's no waves rolling in the background, you know, and like that. Max says, this will at times fail. The streaming. Don't know if it's on QAM's end or ISP. Lost it several minutes ago. When in southern Palm Beach County in several weeks, I will try to pick up your station via the airwaves. P.S. Here's the greatest line in the history of emails. Okay, and it, it, it just caps off exactly what's going on now. Okay. P.S. Tell management you can't measure what folks can't hear. Wow. Hmm. How do you like that? You like that line? Pretty deep. Let me circle it and put it in my save it file. Tell management you can't measure what folks can't hear. You got to admit, it's, it's different. You know when you're hearing uh, this show on QAM? You won't hear those rolling waves on IOD or on uh, Waxy or on anywhere. On the light bulb, light bulb junior, light bulb senior, INZ, you won't hear that. And it's a little bit disconcerting to me, that email we got from the guy, the uh, radio technical expert, about this. All these are just rumors about the signal and about the new uh, stick and all that. I think he's telling me to stick it. WQAM, hello. Uh one of my favorites. QAM, hello. Uh-oh. Mm. That was Joyce. You could tell by the tone. <laughs> Keith says, 90% of my listening is online. The other 10% when I'm driving is on the radio. For sure, the online sound quality is 10 times better than what the AM radio signal provides. The streaming was working fine from the time you came on until about 11.35 or so. Once it dropped out, I went back on, but it went... But I went onto the QM site instead of neilrogers.com, since it's clear that Joe Bell and crew are trying to destroy your show. I got right back on. I'm listening to a read a book. Don't give up, says Keith. Don't worry, Keith. I'm here. I'm here till 2 o'clock today and from 10 to 2 tomorrow and then again Thursday and Friday. Kate says, is there any way to avoid annoying streaming ads by the Dodo Dog Duo? I listen from your website, and every time I try to listen to your show, I have to put up with these annoying ads. 
Are they ads, or is it uh, something you put on there? What's she talking about? Well, they do get ads. There's ads, there's PSAs, there's promos. Well, what's the Dodo Dog Duo? I have no idea. No, maybe they're spots. Don't knock the spots, Kate. We need the money. Badly. Yeah. Really, really badly. Boz says, yes, Neil, the uh, net broadcast was down, but not to worry, the fabulous sports babe had Greg somebody or other on talking NASCAR and the Pepsi 403 weeks at Daytona. That's compelling radio. The fabulous sports babe is about as compelling as an elephant's fart, okay? Oh, yeah. Not compelling. She really blows. Remember the tryouts they gave her at night there for about five minutes? Yeah. And, they, and even these people said, oh, we don't think so. Bye-bye, honey. Whatever happened to what's-her-name there from um, Baltimore that was rumored to be coming? I think she signed a new deal in Baltimore. She did. Yeah. What was her name? Anita Marks. Anita Marks. That's the one. She's good looking from about 50 yards. Oh, now this is really bad. You want to hear this? This is a real nasty shot at you. Oh, great. It's good for my self-esteem. Ask Lee if his mother ever had any children that lived, and if it's oh. true, he tells everybody he's a vegetarian in order to hide his heroin addiction. <laughs> They're trying to needle you a little bit. You know, I am going to try heroin when I'm like 65, 66. Why is that? Because I, I know you like drugs, but why? Because I want to try it, and I figure by then, you know, I won't be working. I won't have to you do anything. You want to have that purple arm there like uh, Jared Leto in Requiem? Yeah. Purple elbow. And why And why did, uh, what's his name, Damon Wayans? Isn't that who it was? Damon, uh, it was one of the Wayans brothers. I don't one think it was Damon, Wayans. though. No? I don't think so. Well, whichever one it was that played the black dude in the movie. Yeah. Uh, why did he keep calling him Jim? Hey, Jim. Is that is that an ethnic thing? I don't I don't get that. Or a Must drug be. thing? One. I don't know it as a drug reference. I mean, his name was Harry. You know. I mean, I realize there aren't a whole lot of black dudes named Harry. No. But still. Five hundred and thirty votes on the poll. Wow, that's not that's not too shabby when you come right down to it. Five thirty. Here we go. Jason's got a good idea. The five top things to make Neil's show more compelling. One, do four hours of all-gay programming. <laughs> Two, change your handle to Neil the Talk Animal Rogers. <laughs> Three, advertise your show, billboards. Four, have a signal that people can hear. And five, sign up footy and do the Neil and footy show. Oh, yeah, that would do it. Only uh. try to help. It says, once again, watch your back with Flea. He's not on your side. Well, what do you expect from a heroin addict? Not yet. Have a great day. I'm turning into your car and your competitor station that I can hear. It says, well, that's bad. Because this is Chester Copperpot, real chronic, uh, regular. Yeah. And if he's tuning it out because he can't hear the station, not a good sign. Management needs to know you can't measure what folks can't hear. Oh, Neil. Yes. Everybody. Everybody, all the time. Absolutely. That's the way of life in Florida. Thank you. 
machete and threaten to slice you to the bone. All right. Then in the dreadlock of rush hour, out the window someone calls you Matagone. <laughs> everybody hates everybody all the time. No Is right, 1217 at 560 WQM. What have we done compelling in the last 60 seconds there? You ought to get a stopwatch going. Okay. Okay, were we compelling in the last 60 seconds or what? I don't know where the hell that thing is. Oh, here it is. Yeah, we could we could do that. At least keep the damn audience away. And it would sound really good in the middle of all those crashing waves on the shore. Here's a guy in um, Yelm, Washington. Y-E-L-M. Yelm. Uh, this is about the poll. He says, greater use of the option WTF would be appreciated by some of your weird and or elderly fans. And two, I don't like sports as too exclusive. I don't like spectator sports might be better. On the other hand, I like baseball in any way, shape, or form. Says... Somebody in Yelm. I, I think the poll is sufficient. I don't think we need any additions, do you? No. Where's Yelm? Uh, you're asking me? Google it. <laughs> Yelm, Washington. Y-E-L-M. TR says, question for you, Neil. Was that email you read earlier actually real or from a fake? It was real. He's talking about the one from Joe Bell. If that was a true email from management, the hubris involved is breathtaking. Breathtaking doesn't come close to describing it. Negative. Bah, bah, bah. Everybody's tired of bah, bah. Nobody wants to hear bah, bah. On and on and on. Sorry to see you going through this, but we fans adore you, and that ASHAT is only galvanizing your fans to rally behind you. Keep on keeping on, Neil, says TR. Yeah, it was real. Why would I make How could I make that up? It was real nauseating. Everybody's tired of this, and everybody's tired of you, and everybody's tired of the blah, 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 blah. I'm tired of him. Of course, he's your buddy, so, you know, you're kind of in a between a rock and a hard place. Oh, rock yeah. solid. What? Oh, yeah. Now, what, what, what were you just looking up? Yelm? Yelm, Washington. Where is it? Uh, let's see. Not compelling all that no. sighing in dead air now. It's not close to anything, so it's kind of hard to say. Okay, well, who cares? Right. Keep it concise, man. Nobody gives a flying fig where the hell Yelm, Washington is. It's you a, know it and I know it. It's about uh, 25 miles east of Olympia. East of Yenemsville. Right. WQAM, hello. <laughs> QAM, hello. Hola. Hello, Dale. Yes, sir. I, I find it kind of funny that Oh, another bad phony accent by Reverend Schmuck. Bad one. Good God. I guess he's out of practice. WQAM, hello. Hi, Neil. This is Jenny. This is for Flea. Hey, Flea, you remember me? Sure. Yeah, you do, you faggot. <laughs> WQAM, hello. Oh, that was muffled. You could barely hear it. What a shame. Yeah. Cap 
Captain Diablito says, if it wasn't compelling radio, why would you have listeners of over 20 years out of the area still listening on the Internet in very strong numbers? I'm listening in the D.C. marketplace because there's a dearth of compelling radio here. Yeah, what about all those people we have listening online, which we are very, you know, there's, there's nothing um, questionable about those stats. On the stats page, on, on my website and on the QM.com, which Cordes used to tell me about it, and you've told me about it, how we have far more people listening online than any of the sports stations on uh, shows on the station. Yep. Always have and always do and still do. So if the whole audience disappeared April 1st, how come they dis- didn't disappear online, Jolly Joe? Oh, don't confuse him with the facts. I don't know. This is what we have to live with now. This is what we got now. We have to learn to play the game. Unfortunately, it says that's the mindset that's permeated the business. Watch fallaciously gathered statistics to develop policy, kind of like many political leaders of years past. I know you've had a significant number of suggestions. At the risk of raising your ire, is the model of podcast or Internet radio completely abhorrent? It's completely impractical is what it is. You can get the ad dollars, have no restrictions on content, charge for podcast downloads, etc., and with very little alteration to your home studio, the only loss might be caller interaction. But look at the quality of that as a rule. Yeah, like recently. Some schedule call time, same schedule call times daily and record those. It's a thought. What? Hmm? I hope you find some resolution, but I'm not overly confident, says the captain. He's not overly confident, neither am I. That was really something hearing that again today. Okay, here this will give you an example. Mm-hmm. This is yes, this is yesterday uh, for the online listening at noon. Your show had 450 people listening on the QAM website. Yeah. At 4 p.m. there were 69. Really? Yeah. Now how do you explain that? How do you explain that, fat ass Joe? And those statistics can't be fudged, if I can say that. Can I still say that? I don't think so. Well, and then here's, a, be... here's another stat, too. Yeah, I mean, e- if you go back another day, 6-4, mm-hmm. which would have been, I think, Thursday. Yeah. 445 at noon, mm-hmm. 165 at 4 o'clock. Wow. Well, uh, let me take a look and see how many we got have listened. See, ours isn't at the moment on our website. Right. <coughs> Our stats are cumulative. In other words, this is the number of people who have been listening online during the show since 10 o'clock today. Uh, 624 on ours. Wow. And here's another stat for you. Wow. At 1130, yeah. before they had the problem with the streaming, uh-huh. there was 416 people listening online. Right. At 1150, because of the problems with the streaming, it dropped yeah. to 223. Wow, we lost half the audience uh, online because of the streaming. Yep, because of more technical difficulties. Like somebody, like a brilliant radio philosopher once said, "You can't measure what people can't hear." Dun, 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 dun. How do you like that? We're screaming about the streaming. Those are pretty impressive numbers, though. Those first ones you gave me, yep. 445 as compared to 165. And what was the one 60, 60 something? Yeah, 65. Yeah, 65. That's not even worth a bother. I'd cut off the stream. Sometimes it's hard to cut off the stream, especially when your bladder is, like, really loaded. <laughs> I'll tell you, with me, I drink a lot of the diet sodas, which is bad because they got caffeine. They don't have caffeine-free diet sodas at uh, Woodbine. Not Sprite, huh? No. Mm, that's a shame. That's the best one. But at any rate, I drink just tons of that. And, of course, they love me because I always tip them uh, a loony or a toonie, one or two bucks, when they bring me the drink. 
They see me and they all come running. Oh, you want another diet? Would you like another diet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all of a sudden, you know, you're in the middle of playing your machine and then nature starts calling and your bladder is just ready to explode. And it's a long schlep from the wheel of torture machines to the uh, tea room. Oh, my God. There have been times when I, I could feel like a little dribble. You know, I felt like a basketball guy, like Pete Maravich. <laughs> He's still dead, right? Pistol Pete? I believe so. Pistol Pete is still dead. Damn it. There, there was a thing on one of the uh, classic sports channels the other day about Pistol Pete. I watched it for about, I don't know, 15 seconds. And then I thought, boy, this is not very compelling. This is boring. God, is it boring. And I turned it off. I turned it to some movie or something. I turned it to horse racing, which I know a lot of people think it's not very compelling. Here's AHL hockey. Here's the Marlies. Ratchuk right up underneath the shield, too. And you know what? It's a good thing that Claxon uh, actually... Matt, At the Rico Klaxon Coliseum, baby, it's the uh, Toronto Marlies. Any interest? You know, Chicago has two yeah. high, high-end, yeah. you know, top one, two picks. Um, How about the uh, classic NFL football? That's, let's let's build our own wall of football here. The Cowboys and the Terry Giants. Has. You see him come down. Yeah, Troy Aikman. A little awkward. And he revealed this week that it's There's plexiglass burst. He actually has a torn ligament. Seriously, can you, can you tell me, can you identify any other human or subhuman on the face of the globe whose name is Plexico? No. Plexico. Not at all. And the thing with the sports nerds is, no matter what the name is, it's like, oh, yeah, well, that's his name. You know, it's just, uh, that's his name. X-ray hip or whatever. What was that guy's name? Extra hip, x-ray hip. <laughs> Coco Crisp. Coco Crisp, yeah, he plays yeah. baseball. All of these things. goes goes uh, along with the silliness of the sports nerds. But again, we're building a wall of football, and, and we're in the way of the wall of football. I think that's the problem. We're standing in the way of the wall of football. I mean, it's you know, it's the uh, 9th of June. Don't you, aren't you thinking about football right now? Oh, yeah. I'm not. That guy who called me yesterday. Well, you think Tom Brady is going to ever be the same? How, how the hell do I know? See, this is what the sports nerds talk about. They conjecture a lot of crap that nobody could possibly know. You think the Yankees are going to win the pennant? I sure hope not, but who cares, you know? Like that. Twelve times now he's been fired upon in this hockey game. Think the Blue Jays are going to win a pennant? No, they're a bunch of chokers. Choking, gagging dogs. Although I'll tell you, Doc Holliday, man, he's a hell of a pitcher. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't you like to have him on the Marlins? Yeah, well, he was the first 10-game winner in the American League this year, right? He's great. The Doc. You know, I've never been in the um, Rogers Center, even though it's named after me. I've never been in the Sky Dome. Really? Ever. Hmm. Isn't that sad? Yeah. And on really nice days, of course, they open up the roof, and, you know, it's just, it would be a pleasure to be in there watching a the ball game if I had any interest in it. <clears throat> but I don't. This is Joe Bow and the voice of the Toronto Maple Leafs, and you're listening to the Hockey Authority, Neil Gott. What's this obsession with hockey? Uh, Jimmy and Danny, uh, Jimmy and Danny, Danny and Jimmy, Danny and Jimmy, Jimmy and Danny, Danny and Jimmy, Jimmy we have a mobile from uh, Miramar. Hello? Oh, yeah, can you hear me okay? I got a question about the Jimmy and Danny situation. Oh, yeah, Jimmy and Danny. Danny and 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 J
Jimmy and Danny after this word from Ballyawan's Apartments, where every apartment comes with its own frigid air. 1234, 26 to 1 and 560 WQAM. I think you ought to start keeping a um, a graph, a chart. Okay. Of those numbers you were giving me from the uh, listening online people. It already, it already creates a graph. Already done. Oh, wait a minute. We've got new numbers from your buddy Jolly Joe. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, what? You got it too? No, I didn't get it, but I heard they came out today. I thought it was going to be tomorrow. I thought so too. Well, there you go. They've been Power 96 number 1 18 to 34 overall this week. Let's hear it for Power 96. Oh! All right. And and so where's the rest of it? Oh, I got to go on uh well, I'll have to do it during the break. Because it's not compelling to leave dead air while I'm going on the other thing. Can you open up yours? I think I can. Let's see what I have here. Here's one from somebody with a phone number and no name. Neil, Joe B. and friends need only look in the mirror for whom to blame for the show's lagging ratings. That's what they say. So did we do any better? Did we do worse? How did we do? I'm trying power to Power number uh, Power 96. Kicked ass. You're getting a lot of emails from Joe Bell. Let's see. I can't. Uh, I can't figure it out. Okay. Can you? I'm trying. There's all sorts of attachments here. Yeah. And I don't know which one to open for 25 to 54. I have that. If it'll stay open. Let's see. Big 106. Paul and Ron with an 88. Oh, 88. Men 2554. Power. HDR. Bubba had a 22. Oh, no. Oh. What, 2554, man? Yeah. A 22? 22. Bubba's wearing his 22 proudly. It looks lovely. All right. Joe Rose with a 46. 46. All right. Let's hear it for Joe. Oh! Neil Rogers show with a 2.0. 2.0. We've gone from a point two to a point four to a one three to a two point oh. We've gone ten times increase since April. And then the uh three to seven, which would be obviously O and Manage, is a five four. Five four. All right. Woo! Wait, you ready for this? Yeah. Knights, seven to midnight. A six six. Oh yeah. Basketball. Mm-hmm. NBA finals. Yeah. <laughs> Eighth in the well, market what are you at laughing night. About? Why are you laughing? <laughs> I just uh well, you know. I mean, we're lagging way behind the sports nerds. They're on that panel, those sports people, man. They're they're just obsessed. Obsessed. A 6.6 .6 at night where we've always had a oh, point. Oh. But that's NBA basketball, not DA. So it goes to show you we're moving on up. Ooh, Kiss Morning Show, not so good. What what they do? 1.6. 1.6. That's still better than a point two. Yeah. Now, anybody else we want to take a look at in there? Well, what about across the street? How do those guys do? Let me see. I didn't see them. Let those me, crazy goyim. Let me scroll down. Waxy. 
In the mornings, 1.4. Whoa. Oh, you ready for this one? Yeah. Middays, 0.7. Oh, my God. We tripled their number in middays. We crushed them. All right. Yeah. Uh, afternoons, 2.3. Wow. More than double. And that, that's Lebastard, too. Lebaturd. Yeah. And you ready for this one with the Marlins? Mm-hmm. 0.7 at night. All right, the Marlins, so NBA basketball, 6.6, the Marlins is 0.7. We don't want to spend too long on this because nobody cares about the weeklies, you know? That's what yeah. I was told. A little, a little bird told me that. The same little bird that just emailed me the uh, numbers. So what do you think? We went from a .2 to a .4 to a 1.3 to a 2.0. How about that? Although lagging way behind the um, sports numbers. But still crushing. And, and what about the IOD? Have you got any numbers for them? I'm sure you do. They're on the year. Okay. Um, let me see. W-I-O-D. I think I closed it out. 610, the Isle of Dreams. W-I-O-D. Oh, I hate that station. Come on. You can do it. I can't bring it back up. It's like doing something like Oh, no. Poor Flea, he can't bring it back up. <laughs> Maybe if he'd quit doing that heroin. I haven't started it yet. Oh. Well, let us know when you want to start trying it. You could do it on the air. We'll promote ahead of time and get a 90 share. A 6.6 at night <laughs> for NBA basketball. Too bad it doesn't go on like all summer and all fall, you know? Oh, wait. I was looking at the wrong numbers. Yeah. I was looking at the uh, cum. There we go. You don't share. Share, sorry. Yeah, I was looking at the wrong thing for us. Oh, no. Share, 3.8 in the morning, 0 0.5 middays, 2.2. 0.5? Yep. 2.2 afternoon drives and a 2.2 at night. I was looking at the We're camera. down to a 0.5 from a 1.3? Yeah. Boy, we have a lot of work to do, man. So you gave, you gave us a, a, a bum steer. I did. I was right on the waxy numbers. I was just off on ours. Waxies were bad. Those were correct. Yeah, but they had a 2.3. Wait a minute. What did they have? They, they had, had a 0 0.7? 0 0.7 that day. We yeah. had a 0 0.5. Right. So if you put them together, you still got nothing. Oh, Neil. You're listening to Neil Rogers. <laughs> I think that it's concise, it's compelling, and it's uh, short and sweet and to the point. Oh, yeah. Remember I was saying we ought to just keep playing that over and over again? Mm-hmm. I think that would do it. It fits in the... So we're really screwed with this panel, you know? Seems like it. 0 0.5, my ass. <clears throat> and 18 to 49 persons, we had like a 0 0.2. I just looked at some of that crap. Well, this is what we have to live with now, Neil. This is where it's at. Yeah, right. Ron, Ron, they're doing, they're succeeding because they're doing compelling radio. Mm -hmm. Is there anybody in the free world who believes that? Mm, no. I mean, that, that's just silly. Look at those phones, man. Dead as a doornail. Five six seven oh five sixty. That's because I haven't been taking any calls, and also because most of the lines don't work. And pound five sixty on the Verizon and AT and T wireless line, and toll free from all over the universe, or at least within about a ten mile radius. One eight seven 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 eight five sixty three forty five. One eight seven 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 eight five sixty three forty five. WQAM, hello. I'm your friend. Uh huh. WQAM, hello. Please let the great one speak. No, we don't. QAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes. Man, it's a pleasure talking to you again after so many years. Mm -hmm. I really enjoy you taking phone calls instead of reading all those emails. If you don't mind me giving you a little uh, radio critique, is that okay? Yeah, go ahead. No, you're you're the best. You're your Uncle Neil. If yeah. Anybody that doesn't know you in this market should be dead. 
Mm-hmm. And? All right, I love you. You, you said you wanted me to you enjoy taking the calls. What, what do you want to say? I just told you I like the format. I yeah, okay, like... great. Well, good. Goodbye. <laughs> he called to tell me he likes the calls. Not his necessarily, but he likes the other ones. Sure. WQAM, hello. Neil, how are you? Okay. Neil, I wanted to ask you, uh, did George get any severance? What? Did George get any severance pay when, he, when they fired him? I think he's asking if he got severance pay. Yes. Did he get any? Yeah, I, I don't know how much. He got some. I, I hope he did. Yeah. And you suck, man. Bye. WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Yes, how are you? Okay. Uh, I just wanted to tell you that uh, I keep on hearing uh, like a different radio station popping in. What do you mean? Uh, what do I mean? It keeps on like I can hear somebody talking in the background. Really? Yeah. Where, and like where, where, where are you listening? Uh, on the radio in my car. Well, where? Like geographically, where? Like in uh, on Mars, Uranus? What? Where? What part of town? I'm in uh, I'm in Tamarack. Oh, but it's, not, it's like that every day. For how long? Since I've been listening to you. And F. Joe Bell. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Since he's been listening to me, it's been huh. that way. So maybe this is nothing new. The Baron says the hissing noise is not just an over-the-air thing. I'm listening on the net. When you and Fleabag were both quiet, I could hear the ocean sound the emailers were talking about. Do you believe that? No. Because that kind of hisses me off. Of course, you can't measure what you can't hear, but nevertheless. I think they're going to work us down to a oh, point oh. and then say, oh, well, we can't put you on here. We can't pay you for, a, you know, no share. Don't you? Yeah. I'm, I'm sitting here laughing because I was looking at the number two station yeah. in, in mornings, men 2554. Yes. <laughs> Mia. M-I-A. Yeah. Hmm. I guess a lot of 35, 40-year-old guys listening to Madonna. Well, how about the Coast? The Coast always got big numbers on there. And uh, who? what What guys 25, 54 listen to the Coast? Yeah, Coast was fifth in the morning and number one in middays. Really? And in afternoons. There you go. Men 25, 54. Huh. Hmm. Oh, George says, not our George, but another George. I'm a long-time listener, occasional emailer. The flea is doing just fine, and you guys will eventually develop a, a good chemistry. As far as George, I really do miss him, and I was thinking, how about we start a George fund and get him the new car that the Beasleys will never get him? Hey. Have listeners mail in checks with donations, and when you get enough for a down payment, you can buy him the vet. Then you can make the monthly payments for George. You know, all these people tell me what to do. First of all, I did, I did make the monthly payments for George for years on two or three different cars. How do you like that? That wow. was part of the deal with the understanding we had. I said, that would be a token of your appreciation for all the years that George spent making your show better, especially when you were gone. After all, he is still your friend. P.S. Go Canes. Oh, mm. God, that, that tells me everything I need to know. WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. Neil. Yeah. I'm in Port St. Lucie, man. I can hear you not loud and clear, but clear. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's good. If we had the whole audience in Port St. Lucie, I guess we'd be kicking ass, right? What did he say? He said Bubba Army. I guess that's the new Baba Booey, but for Bubba. Oh, Baba, Baba Booey, Baba Arnie. 
So Bubba the Love Sponge didn't do too good either, huh? No, he hasn't. He hasn't what? Hasn't done well since they well, changed Maybe the he's not ratings. compelling. Maybe Hulk Hogan isn't compelling to the audience in South Florida. Well, that's true. Because we obviously are not, as of April 1. Ron says, Neil, I didn't ever think the talk about George going to get fired was a joke. But surely this Joe Bell thing is got to be shtick to boost ratings, right? Wrong. Wrong. Wrong, Ron. It's, it's as much stick as George getting canned with shtick. We don't do shtick on this show, okay? So shtick it. It's for real. It's the Emmys. But once we get the consultants in here, and once we start with the ding-dong school, they're going to teach us how to be really compelling and keep the audience glued to us, even though the people on the panel don't listen to us in the first place. Those numbers for the sports shows, I mean, when you read the Cume numbers, those were awesome. Those were just scary. Yeah. But that's not the um, No, I was that's off not the number we're looking at. Average quarter hour, we're marginal. Not, not as marginal as us. But then who is? WQAM, hello. They're going to teach us how to be really composed. Hello. Hello. Hello, guys. Speak Neil. Speaking. Hi, Neil. I just want to tell you that I enjoy your show. I like the way you uh, use different names for words, the way you do the play on words, and uh, keep doing it. Uh, you're the star. Yeah. I've been listening to you for uh, for a number of years. I moved out of state, and I haven't heard you, and then, I, and then you're back. And you're funny as ever. Okay, thanks, Pally. You're the best. Have a great day. Bye. I know. Used to be, anyway. Used to be till about a month and a half ago, and then all of a sudden, that's it. Yeah, what happened? You're done. You're done, Rogers. You're done. You're finished. The Dow's down four and a half points. It's making a comeback. It's going to go green pretty soon, man. It's going going to go into positive territory. WQAM, hello. Good afternoon, sir. Good to hear you back on the air and back on the phone. How you doing? Well, what do you mean back on the air? Where have I been? No, well, I mean, you hadn't been taking phone calls for a oh. while. And frankly, I don't blame you. Um, I, I find it amazing how people are always willing to... Uh, that one mail, I guess that was email, who was saying you should take a collection for George, that didn't have a check attached to it, did it? No, it did not. No, it did not. Yes. I, I'm always amazed, and I'm the whiniest liberal there is, but when people are always willing to tell other people how to spend their money. Right. That, that's and, right. And it's unfortunate, but I think George, a very intelligent guy, he will land on his feet as just as you did all the times that uh, corporate has hosed you over the years. I hope so. He deserves it. He does. He does. I, you know, I, 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 God knows this market needs some uh, English language talking besides sports. Um, those numbers, uh, you know what you can do with them. I, I think you know. Um, I, I don't know any way to bypass the Arbitron system, but I know I don't hear anybody talking about anything but you when I'm at work. So Really? I don't know what the hell else they're listening to. Everybody... At least in the circles I travel in, they all agree that Radio in South Florida stinks, the music selection stinks. Most of them, I won't use the name, but they've gravitated to either satellite or CDs in their car, but they don't, except for 10 to 2, they listen to you, sir. Okay, thanks a lot, Pally. Take care now. Okay, just got another email from your buddy Joe Bell who gives me the day parts, which is if we hadn't already figured that out. We don't want to spend too much time talking about it because it's not compelling and it's not concise and it's boring. Well, I guess he just wanted to point out to me that we are sucking again. The 1-3 was a fluke and we're back to fractions again. Like he believes it. And I'm, I'm supposed to believe it. Do you believe it? No. 
Fake Larry King says, show sounds great again. Love to mix the calls and emails. True compelling radio, as the unctuous Mr. Radio would say. Rick Shaw would be proud. Oh, my God. I was wrong about the Dow, by the way. It's down seven points now. It just it can't turn it can't turn the corner. Like us. When you said we had the two point oh, I thought, oh my God, that's gotta be but we don't. So what they're gonna say is, oh well the one three was a fluke. Point two, point four, point five. What's the point? Pedro says, Pedro, you sound like there's a snake in the background. I listen on the net. It says I like Flea, but I miss George. Like there's a snake hissing in the background. I hear a slight hiss from your microphone. Like when you cut your mic off, I, it gets yeah. clearer. But oh, I'm wearing headphones, too. Let's try it. Okay. Back on. Yeah, I hear a hiss. You hear what? I hear a hiss with your mic. As soon as you turn your mic off, it clears up. Yep. Nothing. Hiss. Nothing. Hiss. Nothing. Hiss. <laughs> we could do that till two o'clock. Kill some good time. Yeah, that's compelling. That is. Here's somebody who says, "I just got off the Palmetto Expressway. I feel like I'm ready to vomit. Listening to your signal felt like I was jamming on the brakes and then ramming on the gas pedal. I feel like I just exited a carnival ride. It just dawned on me why the pulsing signal sounded so familiar. Have you ever seen the movie Contact with Jodie Foster? No. Oh, Bad. Horrible." In the movie, Earth is contacted by aliens via radio pulse signal that use prime numbers, a phone, uh, prime numbers as a means of communication. What does that mean? I guess the when, tones on the when phone. When Jody opened up the message, there was a picture of Adolf Hitler giving a speech at the Berlin Olympics. <laughs> you think Joe Bell might be trying to send your listeners a subliminal message? It says nauseous and naranja. A pulsing signal. He says he feels like he just exited a carnival ride. Paul says there certainly is a slight hissing noise that comes through on the streaming that doesn't seem to be there when you're not on the air or flea guest hosting. So it must be coming from this end. It says, forget about the consultants. I'm sure you can teach them a thing or two about broadcasting. Good job last Friday, flea, says Paul. Yeah. Rasta Paul says, a couple of me friends and myself would like to know if you ever smoked the ganjamon. <laughs> I say no way, but Bong Factory Warehouse Manager Gottfried says he thinks you've smoked, even if you claim you do not anymore. We are compelled to know. No, I don't smoke. This one says, do a few minutes a day in Creole. The ratings will soar, and you can use the F word. We'll pass. Oh, my God. So Some of the stuff that's coming in on the emails is almost as good as the phone calls. Not quite, but it's getting there. Hello, this is Scott Burrell. And when I'm up in Boca Tica slapping old women with painted lips around the pool, I listen to the Neil Rogers one to two hours. I mean, I listen to the Neil Rogers fire and balance one to two hours.
Experiment. Okay, you're hearing the hiss again now? Yes. Okay, well, let me try the guest mic. Oh. How about now? Yeah, but not as bad. Really? Yeah. Well, let me uh, slide this baby over here. I'm on the guest mic. And it sounds better? Sounds a little bit better, yep. A little bit. Well, on a scale of like 10. It's a seven. Minus, uh, what, a point five? There he goes again <laughs> with that point five crap. Boy, I sure can't wait for a ding-dong school so we can find out how to work this system. Oh, yeah. I wonder if they had ding-dong school for Joe and Mad Dog and Big O and the NBA. Tell them how to work it. 611 votes on the poll. I don't go to spectator sports often because... It's easier to stay home and watch them on TV, 266. The ticket prices are too high, 160. The athletes are spoiled and overpaid, 59. I don't like sports, 29. Food and drinks are too expensive, 28. They're usually boring, 28, not compelling. I, I do go off in 25. Too many drunken fans, 10. <coughs> and the weather, 6. Yeah, once we get that dome stadium, man, then the Marlins are going to really draw for about, you know, two, three months. Lawrence says, and the waves roll in and the waves roll out and in and out and in and out. Maybe Bella's trying to hypnotize the audience into becoming sport holes or something. Instead, it seems to be having the effect of having real men, 18 to 34, listen to Madonna and Britney on other stations. By the way, it stopped briefly at 5 p.m. during Mandish's show yesterday, but clearly that was a temporary thing. I was driving and turned it off because I was getting nauseous, although that could have been caused by Mandish's callers, Lawrence says. How do you like that? little shot there at the callers. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Listen to the waves. Don't talk for a little while. Listen, listen. Squirrels or something. Instead of... And 18 to 34, listen to Madonna and Brittany on other stations. Yeah. By the way, stop reaching. Yeah. Listen, nonstop. This started on Monday. I was driving and turned it off because I was getting nauseous. Although that could have been caused by managers' callers. Yeah. like that. Okay, thanks for the good news. Hmm. Well, that sounds really bad, doesn't it? Yeah, that has nothing to do with your mic for sure. <laughs> the waves? Yeah. Yeah, it's Lake Ontario, man. Those big crashing waves from Lake Ontario. You can't measure what people can't hear. Profound words of wisdom. Richard says, there definitely is a hissing sound on the web streaming. I haven't heard it until today. Until today... Well, let's see. Is it back? It's still there. 
Well, what do you mean it's still there? Now it should be less. Yeah. I'm alternating between mics one and two. You're on two right now, right? Right. Now I'm on one. Yeah, it's still there. It's more. Now I'm on, on drugs. I, mean, I would <laughs> think I'm going to start doing drugs. Heroin. Try it. No, not heroin. Oh, okay. You're a crazy person. Heroin. Here, here you're supposed to be so concerned about your health with your vegetarian, uh, with your obsessive vegetarianism, and then you're going to go do heroin? Not until I'm like 65, 66. Yeah, 65, my ass. You're never going to make it to 65, especially working for these people, yeah. these grave robbers. That's true. Brian in Jupiter says, Tell Flea that if I hear that damn Christopher Walken Texas Ranger so-called comedy bit one more time, I'll be compelled to plots on my desk. How do you plots on your desk? I don't want to know. This is what happens when you've got Goyim trying to use Yiddish. It plays every break, and it wasn't funny the first time. Flea, get some new material. Other than that, you're doing a great job, says Brian. And Jupiter. You know, I hate to bring up other problems. Yes. But I expired that like days ago, and for some reason it's still playing. What do you, what do you mean by that? <laughs> like an Ando, you can hit instant expire, and that means it would stop playing. Mm -hmm. And I did that days ago, and for some reason it came back, and it's still playing, so I have to call them and see what's up. Wow, it's like Christine. Yeah. You can't destroy it. Nope. You know, at the very end of Christine, when the car is like just a, a pile of junk, you know, like a big square junk heap, and they show the close-up, and you see just a couple of pieces of, of metal starting to move. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Kevin says, greetings. Well, in spite of the following, your signal sucks, sucks your station sucks, and management sucks. You're still one of the only exceptions to the suck rule that is radio down here. One of the stations needs to grow some balls down here and have you guys um, do something. Give George his own show in the early afternoon, then LeBastard in the late afternoon, then they will fear you. I noticed LeBastard had a 2-3 and uh, Mad, Mad Dog a 2-2. Two 2-2. -two. Two -two. Don't you think Jim would look good in a 2-2? Two -two? No. Then Kevin says, Flea's voice, unfortunately, is unlistenable. Un mm. Maybe more tolerable than Geldy's at best. Love you, Neil. I think that's nonsense. They're just looking to pick on your ass. Seeing initial return on a few of these investments. Not compelling. Definitely not compelling. Bruce from Pembroke Pines says, I listen almost every day online from my office. It's rare for me to tune into any other AM or FM station in this market. I might catch some of the Joe Rose show in the morning leading up to your show. Maybe I'll carry over for about 20 minutes when you're done. The rest of my radio time is on XM or downloaded music, says Bruce in Pembroke Pines. Thanks, Bruce. You're the one. What do we got, about ten listeners left, according to this uh, new research? Yeah. No, don't be knocking the research now. It's boring. Nobody wants to hear about it. Okay. We're done. This is Jason, who was threatening moments ago that he was uh, tuning out. Remember Jason? Chronic Jason? Yep. Chester Copperplots? Does Zach's face really look like a model now, like Joe says? Oh, yeah, I crack up when I hear that. Are Joe and Zach lovers possible? Flea, does Joe Bell have the seat up in the morning? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. No, it's really annoying. Yeah, is it? The Kenny Rogers says, hey, broke back. I tried and tried not to listen. After George was let go, I didn't tune in for weeks. I was listening to Colin Cowpile. Over on ESPN, and he just plain retarded. So I'm back, and I wanted to say no matter how hard I tried, I can't quit Neil Rogers. Glad you're still here, says the Kenny Rogers. 
Percy in Miami Lake says, I definitely think Joe Bell is intentionally sabotaging your show. The signal was fine this morning during Joe's show. Now it's back to the ocean sound and getting worse. I don't know how you muster up the energy to do the show every day, but don't let the Joyce Hole get to you. Like Don Altabello said, treachery is everywhere. Remember Don Altabello? That was uh, the unctuous Eli Wallach. Que pane, ole oliva. Oh, my God. There are people on death row for lesser offenses than his acting performance, and I use that phrase very loosely in Godfather 3. I thought we could reason together. Oh, brother. You, you, now, did you say you saw Godfather 3? Oh, yeah, a long time ago. And you didn't like it? It wasn't my favorite of the three, that's for sure. No, I didn't, I didn't ask that. It wasn't the favorite of anybody. Although that poll we did the other day, boy, a whole bunch of people. I, I never gave the result of that, did I? And just as well. It's just as well, because reading the poll results is evidently not very compelling. Dane says, I think I know what the noise is. When you guys stop talking, the buzzing volume slowly increases. Once you start talking, the noise volume stops. Wait, when you start, stops. I think it's a mic compressor or sound compressor of some sort on your board. I'm listening over the net and it sounds fine, says Dane. Thanks, Dane. Wow. Aha, uh -huh. Calato. You know, we need uh, people out there in the audience to help us with engineering because we got multi-problemi, many problems. Cal says, as far as the hissing on the stream, it's gotten worse lately. Perhaps it has to do with the change in the connection from Toronto to the new studio and whatever method they use to avoid uh, having put in a new ISDN line. The hissing is further emphasized by the automated gain riding and compression hardware they use. Whenever you pause... The automated processing starts to boost again, and the hiss slowly increases till the next time you speak. This is pretty much standard over-the-air practice, though it shouldn't be applied to the online stream. I seem to remember you complaining about the dumping not working on the stream, and if they change a connection point for the stream in the studio to enable dumping on the stream, then it's probably related to the increased hiss on the stream. No, they haven't done that. No. They would need to move the Internet connection point to before the... Oh, my God, this is too technical for me, yeah. and too boring and definitely not compelling. This is this is fairly interesting about uh, trans fat. Probably interesting to you with your damn veggie stuff. I, I don't know how anybody can do that. I, I just how, how can you do that? Like when I go to Germany, I love the bratwurst, man. Oh, brother, do you, do you like bratwurst? Yeah, I used to. Yeah. Yeah, I used to. Before you decided to give up all the good stuff for that swill you're eating. Yeah. Seaweed. <laughs> I do like seaweed salad. Do Do you really? Yeah. Algae. You probably that. go to the bottom of the fish tank and, uh, and push the catfish out of the way and scrape up the algae and eat that for lunch. Wait, I'm really hungry. Yeah. Algae man. How about the barnacles at the bottom of the ship? I think barnacles are living. I think I think we are down there. We're at the bottom of the ship. <laughs> We're just about ready to hit the ocean floor. Florida's pot's not good. It's great. Scott had a ball and took a hit. Then would he act like Cheech and Chong and get the munchies and make brownies filled with hash? And would he share it with Jesus and the saints, those pious potheads? And yeah, yeah, heart is great. And yeah, yeah. Heart is good, yeah. 
You got to admit that's pretty pretty compelling. <laughs> I've never heard anything like that in my life. No. QAM, hello. Hey, hello. Yes, sir. I'd like to talk to Neil. Speaking. Hello, Neil. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Okay. I, I used to live here. I moved to uh, the Carolinas looking for I don't know what, and I sure found it. <laughs> yeah. Um, you found I don't know what. Yeah, it's, it's a totally different uh, place. Uh, I don't miss all the uh, all the traffic and all the nastiness, but I do miss you and some of the modern aspects of life. Uh, as far as uh, the guy that emailed you in the morning, the uh, consultant. Yeah. You say you were old, rich, and arrogant. Oh, I don't. I don't know what I did with that one. If you write a book about how to be that way, I'll buy the first copy. <laughs> okay. Have See a good you. one. Stay strong. I don't. Uh, that was uh, what was his name again? John Manelli. Yeah, sounds right. Guy that uh, Stern got canned at the Washington at the New York Post. I, I don't know what I did with it, but I did send a copy to your buddy. He wanted me to copy my. He said he didn't never saw it. Here it is. You're too old, rich, and arrogant to care. But it might matter to the young guys on your show who'll be unemployed soon. Yeah, that point five. That's the final nail in the coffin, man. Right through my heart, like a dagger. I'm dying over here. Uzi said, you know, I, I don't know why people keep doing this. Check out my photos on Facebook. No, I will not check out your photos. And I'm not, it says, I set up a Facebook profile, Neil, where I can post my pictures, videos, and events, and I want to add you as a friend so you can see it. First, you need to join Facebook. Once you join, you can also create your own profile. Thanks, Uzi. No thanks. Thanks, but no thanks. I don't want any part of it. Uh, get, get Flea involved, okay? Flea's big on that crap. Are Twitter you sure? Facebook. Yeah, okay. positive. Here's one from Ron Brewer. <laughs> now, is this from the real Ron Brewer, or is this your friend over there at Cheap Channel? I doubt it's the real Ron Brewer. Well, how do you know? I just doubt it. I know Ron. You know Ron? Yeah, I can't see well, Ron Well, you sure know a time. lot of people over there at Cheap Channel. Are you sure you aren't on their payroll? I wish I was. I could use the extra cash. No, but I used to work with Paul and Ron at Zeta. You did? Yeah. Oh, on Zeta. Mm-hmm. It says, could you read the morning numbers again? I didn't write it down. No. I'm already celebrating. I have a bottle of Jill B's gin, and every time you read the numbers, I take a shot. <laughs> it says, listen, we know these are not your real numbers. It's just a joicy panel for you. We like you and respect you. Flea can confirm this based on his conversations with Steve, but uh, that Bubba, we hate that Schmidt talking redneck. And as you can see, we're kicking his ass right out of town. Bubba, we know you listen to Neil, and you know you're out of here soon. I wonder if he means Bubba or me. Hmm. I'm throwing out the first pitch at the ballpark tomorrow. got to go get my arm right, says Ron. <laughs> what are you laughing about? I just can't see him throwing that first pitch. It's going to be in the dirt for sure. 
Well, says Fleet can confirm that based on his conversations with Steve that Paul and Ron are big fans of this show and they respect me and they know the numbers aren't right. They ought to get a hold of Jolly Joe, okay? And stick a long, hot tube where the moon don't shine. He, he's just loving it. He is just loving it. You know that, that point five. Oh, no, I want us to win. No, you don't. You want me. It's not important that the station wins. It's just important that I fail. Lanny says, I listen to the show almost every day. It sounds just fine to me from California. Palo Alto. No ocean noises here. Hmm. Well, that's because he listens online. The ocean noises are not online. Are, are we right about that? I think so, yes. Am I right? I think so. Michael says, I just, oh, I shouldn't have done that. I just, see, because I got this mic in a different spot. But at any rate, this is this is better, right? Yeah. Not as much buzzing, True. hissing. Right. Michael says, I just had some compelling general soap chicken. <laughs> Anyways, if George did a show online, I'd probably pay about 30 bucks a month for that. There's probably at least another 99 idiots out there who would also pay. That's 3 k a month right there if he uh, just got 100 listeners, which is before advertisers and spots. I'm sure it won't happen, but I'd enjoy that if he did. I hope he gets on the air soon. He's a talented guy. And you're not too bad yourself. Actually, you are compelling, says Michael. Well, thanks, Mike. You're compelling. Hmm. Barry Jackass sends this along. Patriots quarterback Tom Brady needs more fine-tuning before he takes the kayak out on his own, apparently. The Boston Herald reports that Brady flipped a rented kayak in the Charles River this weekend and that a boathouse attendant had to retrieve the 2007 NFL MVP and help him back into the kayak. Give him a helping hand. I'd like to give Tom Brady a helping hand. Woo. He had to be rescued at Charles River, Insider told the Herald. The launch guy went out and got him and got him back in the kayak. He's been bragging about it ever since. He's telling everybody he rescued Tom Brady. The paper says Brady and wife Giselle Bunchen rented two kayaks and set out on a friendly trek around the river. The Herald's insider said there was no serious threat to the quarterback. It was more embarrassment than real danger, the insider said. Brady participated in the Patriots' team golf outing yesterday. Wow. The team golf outing. Whoa. You talk about captivating and um, illuminating. Do you play golf? Not well. No, I'm not asking that, but you do play it. Yeah, every once in a while. Oh, God. Well, let me let me ask you one question, okay? Okay. Why? I just like to go out and drink beers. Oh. So. Yeah, it's a good excuse for guys to go out and get drunk. That's yeah, true. That's my reason. Tyson says, I have no life. Yeah, we know that. Quit sending me your stupid emails, Tyson. You're boring. Henry says, glad to hear you back on the air after your BS suspension. I'm sorry about what happened to George. Screw Joe Bell. Please doing a good job, and I'm going to miss the uh, Spick and Sud show. Any info on the whereabouts of Rick Riley? Yeah, he's in California. I don't know doing what. I love the bit you used to play about, I found Jesus in Rick Riley's John. Keep up the good work, and now back to sports. Jimmy and Danny, Danny and Jimmy, it says, your Cape Cod, uh, Cape Coral, Spick Bastard listener, Henry. Thanks, Henry. Thanks, Hank. Hmm, Cape Coral. Carolyn uh, says, she's in Pittsburgh, this... Uh, Streaming said downloading configuration file and then took seconds to come back and then downloading again, but you're back now. Oh, God, Carolyn. EEG says, I drive all over South Florida. It sounds the worst around Miami. Have to shut you off from the up and down of the volume and the static. Internet listener since 85 says Sergio. Sorry, Sergio. We apologize profusely for our technical uh, in incompetence. And what are we, we going to do about those phones that aren't rolling over? 
I'll talk to engineering about it today. Are you going to confabulate with them about these technical uh, and also about that signal? See if somebody can go out there and pee on the tower again, please. Neil, oh, God. Now when he's in the bathroom, better keep the door shut. There's no other smell like it. No ifs ands or buts. And when he is napping, better leave him alone, or at you he'll be snapping, cause he's dead to the bone, dead to the bone, dead to the bone, dead, dead, dead to the bone, and when Father's Day comes, he'll say his presence lame. He'll toss it aside and ask, when's the game? We want to tell him we love him, but he would just moan and yell, go bug your mother, because he's dad to the bone, dad to the bone, dad to the bone, dad, dad. One thirty-two at five sixty WQM. Father's Day is uh, June twenty-one, so it's still a little ways away. The good news is my father's still dead. That, that's a good thing. The reason I played that, Cliff and Kendall says you mentioned the last scene in Christine where the radio comes on inside the crushed block of car metal. That radio signal sounds better than your signal today. <laughs> what was the song that was playing in that scene? Bad to the bone. Remember that? Yeah, George Thorogood. Da 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 da. Yeah, you, that, that's the song that's playing. Right at the SN. And the camera zooms in on that crushed metal that used to be Christine. And you hear the music, and, and then all of a sudden you see that one little piece of metal start moving, you know? Mm-hmm. You know how Christine used to, like, reform herself? Right. Well, we need we need to go to reform school, all of us. Maybe we can go to ding-dong school first, though. <laughs> I bet you're looking forward to that. Oh, yeah. Now, you, on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, are you and Cordis going to also have to go to Ding Dong School? I haven't been told that, but probably. You think? I don't know. Oh, my God. Five Ding Dongs a week? That's way too many. Even uh, even I don't think I can handle in my old age five Ding Dongs a week. Here's one that says, Neil, I'm only about a mile from the station. Not only do you sound like you're underwater, but also sounds like there's a dozen dolphins doing something that's chopped off. I don't know. Just chopped off at the middle of a sentence. QAM, hello. Hey, QAM, hello. Wow. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, thank you for your condolences. I appreciate it. Yeah, very sorry, Mike. You know what? I think it's it's with the IBOC. That's what I think it is because when the IBOC wasn't working, there there wasn't any kind of interference whatsoever. When the what wasn't working? IBOC. You have what they call IBOC, which is... uh, Oh, boy, Oy I'm not really too sure what Oy it is. Vey. I should know. It's a new way of transmission. Like when you turn it on a different frequency, you hear a big hissing sound. Really? Yeah. It's uh, kind of like HD radio or something. Oh, well, we are HD radio. Yeah, but when the, when the iBox is <laughs> off. If this is HD radio, I'd, I'd hate to hear uh, what ain't. Yeah. When the iBox is off, you didn't hear any kind of interference whatsoever. Mm. Maybe we should switch to LD. Look out now. Okay, bye-bye. Have a good day. Bye, Mike. Okay. 
Yeah, his uh, seeing eye dog died. Remember I mentioned that last week? Yeah. Very sad story. The day that they were retiring him, the dog died. Hmm. That night. WQAM, hello. When the, when the off. <laughs> if this is HD radio, I've got QAM with the radio uh, turned up so we can hear the waves yeah. crashing on the show. When the iBox is off, you didn't hear any kind of interference whatsoever. Mr. Ackerbilk and Stranger the on the Shore. Here we go. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Okay. Yeah, here's the thing I don't got. Remember I mentioned that last week? Yeah. Very sad story. Wow. What? That's horrible. Now, did we ever have that before, before yesterday? I don't remember that, no. And you said that when you were coming in this morning on Joe's show, you didn't hear that. Seemed okay this morning, yeah. Seemed okay. Maybe it's just a 10 to 2 thing. Because, you know, you can't measure what people can't hear. Hmm. <laughs> you won't hear that on any other show, I'll guarantee you that. What's that guy that's on across the street now? Colin Cowherd. Colin Cowpile. You won't hear that on the Colin Cowpile show, I'll guarantee you that. Yeah, we'll mix in a little... Yeah, there you go. <laughs> WQAM, hello. Not there. What a shame on that toll-free number, no less. 1-877-785-6345. 877-785-6345. Starting to sound like Phil Sims on the sideline. That ain't no jive. And, of course, the other number for the lines that work. 5670560 and pound 560 on the Verizon and AT&T wireless line. Phone is dead as a doornail. Maybe that maybe that panel is right. Well, the online listening creep back up to around four hundred and something. Oh, my mine is like seven eighty five now. Mine is yeah. like uh, I won't say record breaking levels, but by the end of the day, we're going to be over a thousand people listening online. How is that possible when we got no audience? You might want to ask your buddy that. Okay. He'll he'll poo poo it. Oh, that doesn't mean anything. Those are just people that are like I don't know. He'll come up with some excuse, some story. WQAM, hello. Hello. WQAM, hello. Neil, how are you? Okay, sir. Well, I'll be the first, or maybe one of the few to say, I enjoyed Flea, actually, last week. Hey, all right. On Friday. And, I mean, it's a little more than talking about skating and eating rectum, but, you know, it's a start. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, keep them going. I, mean, I know people have criticized you when they started, so I think it's the same thing. So I think we're we're in a good spot. We're in a good spot. Yeah, that's what you yeah. think. Okay, have a great day, pal. We're in a good spot. <laughs> you should live so long. The Circo Bob says, had to laugh while reading AOA Learning that article on which restaurant foods are the highest in trans fat content and are nutritionally bad for you. Tops on the list was your Denny's bacon double cheeseburger, high in both salt and saturated fats. All right. That's why it tastes so good. Yeah, I don't care. The article quoted it was like salt with a deadly weapon. <laughs> if it tastes good, it's probably bad for you, right? Also, why is it you can't say the something word, but you can provide a verbal picture of Sister Mary Madeline kissing Neil's balls? What's with the Glock and Mishpulka, he says. The Glock and Mishpulka. Myron Florin's going to play that in the Lawrence Welk show. The Glock and Mishpulka. What's a Glockenspiel? Not sure. It's a musical instrument, right? Glockenspiel? Sure. But you don't know what it is. I bet you can Google it. Though. I don't even know how to spell it. G-L-O-C-K-E-N-S-P-I-E-L is how I would spell it. Oh. All right, here we go. P.P. Pusillanimous Pussyfooter says, I just drove from my home near downtown Fort Lauderdale to Miami Airport. The signal was crystal clear all through Broward and the northernmost part of Dade. 
Heading south down Lejeune Road, about two to three miles before reaching the airport, the wave effect began, and by the time I got to the airport, it was nearly obliterating the signal. I'm sure the advertisers are thrilled to know that their ads are not being heard. Are you listening, Jolly Joe? Hope it gets better, says PP. Thanks, PP. A glockenspiel is like a xylophone, but it has uh, metal bars instead of wooden. I'll be damned. There you See, go. you learn something on this educational show every day. Yeah, that's compelling. Lisa says, for what it's worth, since you've been talking about it, I haven't experienced any of the noises people are talking about. That's from Broward through Palm Beach. Oh, this is Nick from Batavia. How are we doing at Batavia Downs, Nick? 655 votes on the poll. That's not too shabby, considering that nobody's listening. Maybe I should read that email from Jolly Joe again, you know? That one that said, you suck and I hate you like poison and I hope you die real soon, like that. And we're going to put Sid Rosenberg on the minute that his contract, uh, his non-compete uh, you know, expires. That's what you were spreading on Friday, right? Sid's going to be doing 10 to 2? I did not say 10 to 2. And Neil could do his closing anytime he wants because he's a slacker and he wanted the day off. Oh, Neil! Enough for the sulking. When the mood strikes on St. Patrick's Day, will you be ready? You will with Viagreen. In spite of 12 points of Guinness, I'm still able to get me Irish up, if you know what I mean. Thanks to Viagreen. Viagreen works perfectly with Kiss Me, I'm Irish buttons. Side effects include a desire to drink before 9 a.m., frantically searching for a pot of gold, and a strange craving for boiled food. If your snake is charmed for more than four hours, call your doctor immediately. And me girlfriend thought the Blarney Stone was as hard as a rock. Is that a shillelagh in your pocket? Are you just happy to see me? <laughs> when the mood strikes, make sure your pipe is calling with Viagreen. Okay, it's 144. Boy, I'm sure glad I keep pressing the right uh, mic button on here. Aren't you pleased? Very. Well, no, because yeah, I'm out of the habit. You know, the first one is mic one, and the second one, mic two, which I never use, which is ordinarily sitting behind the board, you know? Mm-hmm. Maybe I should take pictures of the studio. We, we need to do something with that website. That's one thing. Yeah, I'm going to talk to Eric today. Huh? I'll try to talk to Eric today. Yeah, get some of that all that old crap off of there, please. And put your name on there as opposed to George. Email Flea, you know, not George. Right. And I'll talk to Corso about the hissing in your mic, too. And talk to him about... <laughs> I mean, what did they tell you about that yesterday? What's their explanation? They didn't give one. They aren't aware of it? They know our signal's bad, yeah. No, that's not just our signal is bad. That's like... <laughs> That, that's scandalous is what it is. That, that's something new and not too exciting, if you ask me. I could be wrong, but... Misha says... No, remember Misha? I do. Can Fleece at least say just this morning sometimes? Can you say just this morning? I did, just this morning. Oh, I really miss little George, says Misha. Well, guess what? He's not coming back. We miss him, too, but he ain't coming back. Screw the numbers, Uncle Neil. I'm not on the damn panel. That's why I don't believe it. Who do you think is better looking, Tom Brady or Cristiano Ronaldo? If we could put Tom Brady's head on Cristiano Ronaldo's body, then you'd have something. Yeah, that guy's ripped. Yeah. Cristiano Ronaldo, he's got a great body. And Tom Brady, uh, I don't know. His body's a little schmutzy, if you ask me. I don't think Misha knows from schmutzy, but nevertheless. No, he's a little soft. A little soft? Oh, Ron Brewer says, Flea, I don't think you're aware, but that ball is not going into the dirt. I feel good. I should have no problem... <laughs> Throwing the heat. I lost 70 pounds, had a black eye. My wife almost left me. My son thinks the cats, the cats were killing people. I can't take any more humiliation. That's why I'm throwing the first pitch like a man. Paul is in charge of the buffet at the club level. I'm really worried about his weight. Yeah. 
Oh, he wanted to know how's the weather in Toronto. Yeah, I'm sure he did. Murky. It's a murky day. I'll get you the temperature momentarily from City Pulse 24. I know it's compulsive and it's concise. It's compelling. Did I say compulsive? Yeah, I like 16, that. 16. It's, uh, I don't know, what's that? 61. But it's going all the way up to 21. It's going up to 70 today and 66 tomorrow and 68 on Thursday and 72 on Friday and 72 on Saturday. Nice. Monday, Tuesday, Saturday. So that, that's find out from your friend Steve if it's the real Ron Brewer sending those, which I'm sure it's not. But Okay. You never know. Munich's Marienplatz is one of the city's central squares. The Marienplatz is named for the Marian Saul, a column crowned with a statue of the Virgin Mary. Why, why do I care about that? Not sure. It's got a picture of it. All, all, all the uh, cities of any size in Europe, they've got a big church. In Cologne, they got a big church, and in Rome, they got, uh, you know, beside the Vatican. Have you ever been to Prague? No. I've heard it's great. Yeah, I hear it's uh, pretty interesting. But I'm, I'm through with those European trips. I'm too old. And, of course, once I'm out of work, I won't be able to afford it anyway. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Neil, God, man, I can't believe it. A uh, couple things, couple things. Number one, yeah. uh, we, we love George, we miss George, but he's mm-hmm. okay. Number two, uh, Paul and old Ron, they're just listening to, you know, take notes. Number three, people out there, you don't realize what you have in Neil Rogers. Take advantage of them. Don't screw with them. Management, everybody. You know, keep pulling. We all keep pulling it in the show, too, man. We love you, Neil. Don't never go away, man. Okay. Wow. Heavy-duty suction, wouldn't you say? <laughs> yeah, maybe tomorrow on Paul and Ron during their show, you'll hear... <laughs> oh, oh, I would love to hear that in stereo, man, on FM. Wouldn't that be a great sound? Yeah. Maybe we'll hear them out of one channel and the uh, sounds of the roaring waves out of the other one. I have just never heard anything like that in my life, and, and I guess they're they're like oblivious, huh? From what you're telling me. Yeah, I'm compiling a list. A list of what? Things to complain about. <laughs> oh, and they're going to say, see, he's been on the Rogers show for two weeks and already he's turning into a little Neil. He's bitching and moaning, whining. WQAM, hello. No one has taken the time to explain to you why this effect is going on. I, okay. I take it. Go right ahead. Uh, what it is, is it's a, it's a Cuban station that's just running an open carrier. No, just, uh, the station's up, they're not modulating it. And its frequency is about, oh, two or three cycles off of 560s. And so every time it hits it, uh, on, it raises it. When it's a one cycle off, it lowers it. So you get the throbbing, uh, ocean wave effect as you describe it. And wow. it's really annoying, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yes it is. So that's what it is. That, that's what it is. It's just the, the beating of the two stations against each other and they're out from each other as far as being exactly on frequency by the amount of the beating you hear. Hmm. That's it. I'll be damned. Okay, thanks for the uh, explanation. You're welcome. Glad to help you. you. See ya. Hmm. How do you like that? There's like a technical guy who knows what he's talking about. Seems like we've had a few tech guys calling. Yeah. For every dumbass we have, there's one tech guy out there who knows what he's mm-hmm. talking about. Maybe we can put him to work in engineering. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. It's a lot easier to critique it than it is to fix it. Yeah, I know. That's what I heard. Paulie in Titusville says, I'm not sure how the over-the-air signal sounds, but the streaming audio is suffering from a compressor that's not functioning or set up properly. As soon as you pause, the hiss comes up right away until it sounds like Niagara Falls. I could buy a compressor with a guitar store for 50 bucks that's cleaner sounding. <laughs> well, what, what does that mean? Uh. 
So that's on your end? I would guess so, yeah, it sounds like yeah. it. And it would sure be nice now that we have that studio and it doesn't need to be on the other 20 hours a day since we're going to be doing ding-dong school and all these other things taking up a lot of time. If we take just a few minutes off the air and go through and see if we can't iron out some of these bugs, you know? Don't you think that's a, a swell idea? Yes. Or no? No, I do. As opposed to... As opposed to that. Oh, there he goes, bitching and moaning again. Everybody's tired of that. Yeah, me too. WQAM, hello. Uh, I'll hang up and listen to your answer. Okay, please. <laughs> Excellent call. That, that may be the best call we've had other than the engineer that was just on. Uh. <laughs> that was great. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. On your signal, if you check your on, on your Reverend right Jones. side. Reverend Jones. Your, uh, Hello? Reverend Jones, drink the Kool-Aid, sweetheart. Drink it. Gulp it down. WQAM, hello. Hello? Yes, sir. Yeah, uh, is this Neil Rogers' show? Yes, it is. It's Neil? Yes, it is. Oh, uh, okay. Listen, yes, I drive I a truck. Yeah. I listened to you all the way to Fort St. Lucie yesterday. I'll be damned. And I'm on the way back from, uh, out on 27 on the way back from South Bay right now, and you're coming in clear as a bell. Thanks a lot, Pally. Well, you see, the farther you get away from uh, Cuba, the less that stuff comes up. The, the engineer guy that was on two calls ago, he, he, uh, had his thumb on it. It's that damn Raul Castro. You thought Fidel was bad, which he was, that bearded son of a bitch, but this Raul, he is really uh, that that's what we got to get Obama to do, okay? Forget about all these nukes in Pakistan and all that stuff in North Korea. Let's start worrying about Fidel and them uh transmitter down there, right? Yeah, my wife Let's... just texted me and said she can't hear the station at all. I'm trying to find out where she's at. Wow. It's day in Miami town. Once there was a senator who was caught indulging a habit. You fairy. Uberon, not much different like a typical neocon faggot. Oi! Hands up to Larry. We all thank you for giving writers something funny to do. You're looking for guys.
respect him. He wants a man to screw. You fail. And any guy will do. Absolutely. Bye, bye, bye.